0: hi folks it's kevin here i just want to before this episode which i think you're gonna love and i'm super duper proud of one of my favorite episodes we've ever done i want to give you a quick heads up we have just launched a patreon page for the Chair podcast it's over at patreon.com slash uh, I just so you know if you want to support the podcast and help us out i am actually podcasting full time now and if you want the episodes to be more regular and help cover costs and make this viable if you want to support us head over to patreon.com slash podcast and consider becoming one of our backers there are a variety of tiers which you can back and help us out no matter what the dollar figure if you want to simply become a one dollar backer you get access to our show notes if you become a five dollar backer you get access to the smackdown crawl which is a bonus content that myself and adam will be doing where we're going to review every episode of smackdown starting way back at august 26th and moving forward on a monthly basis if you become a $10 backer, you get all the previous rewards. As well as that, you get access to a monthly Q&A and a live stream with myself where we can chat wrestling or thoughts on episodes or upcoming releases. And also, if you want to become a $20 backer, you get access to all of our commentary tracks for free, as well as all the previous reward tiers and exclusive discounts on all upcoming merchandise, as well as some goodies along the way. So it's something new that we're trying, folks. We appreciate your support and us returning, and we hope you join us on this new exciting step for the Editor podcast if you just want to back for one month and see what it's like feel free to do so you can back out at any time but thank you everyone for your continued support we're coming up on four years now of the attitude hour podcast and i want to thank each and every one of you who've ever listened ever spread the word or ever checked us out and enjoy survivor series 2011 And our new era, a new series, is continuing as we're looking at The Rock's Return. However, once again, I'm Cowboy Kevin Mann. Join us as always in this review of a really, really poorly thought out attempt to just bring something back that no one wanted. And no, I'm not talking about the editor podcast. I'm talking about The Rock and Attitude Era itself by Adam Bibelow. Hello, Adam. Hey, man.
1: How's things?
0: Good. Good. <laughs> <I asked. laughs>
1: Two episodes into this new arc and it is kind of sinking in now that Oh, you're going to have to watch a lot of 2011 pay-per-views, and that's not fun.
0: No, because I think we did the bonus episode uh, looking at Money in the Bank 2011. Which Which was was better, but... Well, many people claim it was the greatest pay-per-view of the year by far, and also one of the best pay-per-views of all time. And you didn't enjoy it that much. Not that much. Survivor Series 2011... Uh, It's it's (laughs) not got the same... uh...
1: Spoiler alert,
0: it's very bad. (laughs) Oh, bless. And to my left, unquestionably... The baddest man on the planet, and the co host of uh, the Squirmcast, his
2: new horror movie podcast. Oh, Do check that out, oh. Billy Keeble. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. I'm a bit sick, so I'm sorry if my uh, my voice is a bit McFoley today. Bit McFoley ECW yeah. documentary. It seems to be like the only reference we make when <laughs> it's any of us the only are sick. thing we have like, to go on. Yesterday, I sounded like Susan Sarandon, and today. <laughs> And, and and you could have masturbated to my voice yesterday. And, and today I sound a bit like I could go into any adult from a Peanuts show. So <laughs> it could go anyway this time. And
0: what did you think of Survivor Series? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of annoyed that your voice has dipped down to that non-Susan Sarandon level. Yeah. Because honestly, one of the things I've always wanted with this podcast is to do it with Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Well, well
2: to be honest, like... Ever since the divorce, she's kind of gone a bit weird and is doing stranger things, so I think if you if you sent her a message, she'd be up for it.
0: I'm just saying, like, you know, if we could get Susan Sarandon on board, it would really give us a little bit of juice yeah, for absolutely. this new concept, you know. Is it right to bring back the Attitude Era, you know? Is it right to bring back The Rock? Is it right to bring... Susan Sarandon in and then digitally alter Billy's voice in every episode to make him sound like Susan Sarandon.
2: I think it would be worth it.
0: (laughs) Well, there's no point beating her in the bush because we have got a hell of a task ahead of us here tonight. Because, oh no, we couldn't just have The Rock come back and challenge John Cena to a match a year later. Oh no, we had to get fucking itchy feet halfway through and decide to have The Rock's re-debut in the ring not happen against John Cena in a Clash of Ages and a Clash of Titans at the height of their prime no cuz fucking Miz and Or Truth are causing some Miz and Or Truth <laughs> somehow yeah. some way have run roughshod over the WWE now there's ever been a damning indictment of a roster when the Miz and Or Truth can run roughshod over it they've been doing all sorts of things making Jim Ross upset at Hell in a Cell 2011 uh, beating up people, making Johnny Ace run the show, getting rid of everyone's favourite Triple H. Oh, guys, the fans are going to fucking freak. <laughs> Can you imagine the heat when The Miz means I can't be here anymore? It's like
1: David Brent, like, it's fine by me, but those people, you're going to have a riot on your hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome truth in the neighbourhood. Who are you going to call? The Rock. <laughs> now, I, I want to say this off the bash. Because the entire idea of this, of John Cena bringing The Rock on board to be his mate and to help us out for Survivor Series 2011, fight off Austin Truth. It is important to point out that when he said he wanted The Rock as his partner, he did do a big spit. God, he went into rock.
2: <laughs> like I'm talking, like he's biting into
0: a peach. Like <laughs> I thought, it was more like he was like having an oyster, and it kind of slipped down the side of his chin. That uh, was more of the <laughs> We're talking about the end of a match and a big gloop. We're talking about muffler fluid no, going out no. there. Uh, it's Survivor Series
3: 2011 for twenty five. launch the careers of legends.
4: How on earth are you going to stop this guy? Rocky Mavia. There's going to be the man right there. From an awestruck eight-year-old fan,
3: center stage, the biggest night of John Cena's life. But tonight, at the world's most famous arena, it's going to be something more. have two of the most iconic superstars united as one
5: John Cena teaming with The Rock at Survivor Series
3: never before have known Wrestlemania opponents paired up what The Rock does
4: to The Miz and Archer is just going to be a taste of what The Rock is going to do to you at Wrestlemania The Rock's still in the spotlight
3: before throwing down never before have we witnessed the most charismatic tag team of all time. This could be
4: the biggest in the history of the WWE, so Rock, so Cena. If you
6: want some, come get some. The Rock, came up
3: electrifying Man in all of entertainment. John Cena, the Rock, is iconic. Never before.
6: The Rock and Cena on the same team.
3: Never again. And
4: can they coexist?
3: Never. Welcome to the 25th annual Survivor Series. They.
0: Really builds up the history of Survivor Series in this video package, and my hot take for this video package is that Survivor Series has always been kind of shit. Of the big four, it is most definitely the weakest. Easily. They
2: they also very rarely actually mention Survivor Series matches. They didn't in this package. They didn't here. They they rarely do in any other
1: Survivor Series. Because they talk so much about the history of Survivor Series, you'd be forgiven for thinking that Survivor Series is the one time a year when The Rock and John Cena take on The Miz and R-Truth every fucking year. Yeah. Because that's all they talk about in this package.
0: But I mean, like, what is, like, what is Survivor Series if they're trying to build this as like being like a big brand? Like, Because every year it seems like they kind of change their mind whether or not they like Survivor Series. Because it was around 2009, 2010, Vince in a conference call literally said, Yeah, we're going to get rid of Survivor Series, I think it's a bit shit. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, what is it? Like, why do people still cling on to Survivor Series? What, what is the whole point of it? They're here, they're making out it like it's debuts happen
1: at Survivor Series. Yeah. Do they? Not really. Yeah, two two big guys debuted at Survivor Series, and that's it. For yeah. Like Twenty five years it's been going, and like I guess back in the day in the eighties, it would have been like a spectacle. Like I'm gonna see five of the best good guys take on five of the worst villains. Like, but because in this day and age, you have so much wrestling on every single week, it's not exciting enough anymore no. just to have five guys take when on. When we're five having six man tags on Raw and every Smackdown. week, right? And, like,
2: and like it was like was it last year, or the year before when they had like eight Survivor Series matches like on Raw. Oh, to, yeah, to the challenges the to yeah. get into the Survivor
0: yeah. Series By the, the time got yeah. to
2: Survivor Series, it was like, well, I don't give a fuck anymore. Nah, they've ruined it. I mean, the whole point of Survivor
0: Series back in the 80s and why it was such a big deal was that on the week-to-week show, you would see the big stars come in and beat up jobbers. Yeah. And then at the pay-per-views or the big events, the house shows, you would see the big star take on another relatively big star. And that would be the big, oh my god. Survivor Series was unique because you didn't have... Five on five. You wouldn't mm, see yeah. all the guys, like a load of goodies and a load of baddies taking each other on. That was like a big fucking deal. Whereas now it feels like this is two men away from filling time on Raw. Yeah, yeah it literally <laughs> is that. It's got some things going for this show tonight, though. They are in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I mean, that is the the mecca that usually yeah. has a hot crowd. Yeah. At the time, I mean, this is post-Resume 27. Were you watching regularly at this point?
1: Yes, cuz this is post money in the bank. I was back yeah. in the swing of watching every pay-per-view. But like, I wasn't, you know, watching the week-to-week product, but I was still, you know, following it avidly at this point again.
0: Were you excited to see The Rock
1: no, coming back? No, no. no. Why? No. Because I just like I mean, I guess I was more curious than anything else. Like, oh, can The Rock still go? Is The Rock still going to be as good as ever? But I didn't give it like, who them is? Who, who's our truth? Like, why should I care about these two clowns? Well,
0: someone didn't watch Hell in a Cell 2011. Clearly, not not with a close <laughs> enough
1: eye for detail. Like, cause I, I didn't know who these two chumps were, and that wasn't enough of a reason for me to be like, yeah, I want to see The Rock kill these guys. Like, it was just oh, great, The Rock back. There yeah. was
0: very little heat, I think, for this entire yeah, pay per view, and they're trying really hard in this promo <laughs> package to give you reasons to be excited. End,
2: yeah. Not too many of them there. We also start our sort of motif, which carries on to WrestleMania, of the song by Flowrider. Rider. What? Oh. Sometimes, sometimes I get a, get
1: a feeling. Dip
2: a dip, dip a dip, dip before. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I wrote down was that, like, like, I think The Rock chose this song based on his promo at the start of WrestleMania, because it's Oh, sometimes I get a feeling. Yeah. I get a feeling that I yabba-dabba yabba-dabba Fuck <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah! This, this is the people's flow rider.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the rock and flow rider are mates.
1: Yeah, I bet they are fucking are. I'm pretty sure
0: they are. Yeah. Because, you know what, 2011, this song stuck in my head and I'm talking fucking even more than a million miles away. That's because it uses for so many fucking shows.
1: Every pay-per-view, every week on Raw, like you hear this song all the fucking time. They change everyone on the roster's entrance music to this song so they all come out to it I'm just
0: one
2: man.
0: Sometimes I get a
2: feeling. (laughs) Never before, never again. Because the main event is so fucking stupid. Yeah,
1: no one wants to see this again. Like,
0: if your main selling point is a technicality, like, there was a point that went, never before, never again. That's right. Never before have known WrestleMania opponents teamed up in the main event of Survivor Series. I'm pretty sure in 2007 they did do that. Yeah, they did that where they had uh, John Cena and... Shawn Michaels taking on The Undertaker and Batista. Those were known WrestleMania they opponents. They were known WrestleMania yeah. opponents. So they could say here, never before have known WrestleMania opponents teamed up against people who were not known WrestleMania opponents. <laughs> I'm fucking
2: jazzed as fuck for Survivor Series
0: 2011. Oh
2: the, uh, they are also referred to as the most charismatic tag team of all time. Yeah. Obviously forgot about New Age Outlaws. <laughs> Clearly, The mate.
0: most charismatic tag team of all They're time. They're not a tag team. They're two guys. Like, are they the most charismatic? no not even in the top 5 Rock and Suck Connection easily. Steve Austin Shawn Michaels were tag
1: team champions Steve Austin and Dude Love I'd put above this yeah the Hyde Bros <laughs> <laughs> the Highlanders yeah the Highlanders the yeah. most charismatic appearing on TNA tag team of all
0: time does anyone think that the awesome truth have a remote snowball's chance in fecking hell here tonight. No yeah. chance. All they did to kind of make it a little bit hyped up was you get a few little flashes of them, and they're like, "We're the awesome truth. You should pay attention to us. Welcome to Survivor Series 2011, everyone."
1: Yeah. No. Guess who's eating the pin tonight? Yeah. I mean,
0: if they were to do this, and it was the whole thing, it's like, "Oh, your Cena and Rock mightn't coexist." And therefore, they might lose to Awesome Truth or whoever they were against. That's like exciting. Yeah. But if the whole thing is, oh, actually, they might not coexist, so The Rock will beat them up on his own, or John will beat them up on his own
1: because both of these guys are so good they told the wrong
0: story they told a fucking seriously wrong story here I love the giant Rock and John Cena banners that greet us here as Michael Cole welcomes us to the magical mythical Madison Square Garden Mm. some say there's a little bit of magic in the air
1: here well first thing I've got to say about this as well is considering the last thing we looked at was Money in the Bank not a single mention of punk in the yeah, opening package not there. Doesn't all. even get a look in. Like, not even a cursory mention. Now, we're obviously going to
0: be, you and I, in our bonus episodes, that we're going to be looking a bit more at the Summer of Punk yeah. and maybe how things fell apart a little bit but when you're talking about the resentment that Punk and lots of other people on the card are feeling towards uh, Mr. Part-Timer coming in
1: well, we, we were saying at Money in the Bank like say what you want about what happened with Punk but he can't be ungrateful about the way he got treated then because he got treated like a god and then you look at this and it's yeah. like he's not even mentioned in the first 20 minutes the champ of show, champ. the show <laughs> the fucking champ the man that was on top like just a few months ago
0: WWE, the deadbeat dad gives you a really great birthday and then kind of forgets about you for the rest of the year like. but hey i took you to
1: Alton towers huh still good on that yeah still good on
0: that paid all alimony so it's okay <laughs> totally fine oh god michael cole this was so fucking cynical what they tried to do here yeah. folks if you're using twitter or facebook tonight don't bother because there's a better website yeah wwe interaction oh, did you I pick up never on this, heard of this. yeah because they never reason. mention it again yeah. after this he was so unsure of what it was they were plugging here that I had to rewind this three times because <laughs> I thought it was WWE Interactive because he put his head down straight away and, folks, make sure you're using WWE Interaction. <laughs> what, what the fuck is WWE Interaction? It's going to be rocking all night. Oh. Don't go to Twitter or Facebook. Go to our proprietary website. The Do <laughs> you know what it was? It was basically just a live feed of all the WWE Twitter and Facebook yeah. pages, so they want you to go there and not go onto Twitter or to Facebook. Well, you so might you, see a different brand, no. that isn't WWE. or you might see someone who isn't working with WWE or not a super yeah. fan. You know, someone might say something real, like Chris Benoit for Hall of Fame, <laughs> <laughs> hiding the truth, man. So I think. This is showing at the point 2011 is them trying to get to grips with social media Trying
1: And WWE interactions Did you see the way Booker T was looking at that iPad Like he literally like could not have looked I don't think lost. he'd seen like, an iPad before I think he just learned that afternoon what an iPad even was He's like I got this cool screen here Look at it and I can touch, touch it, it, it with my hands <laughs> like you know I've you know, got Angry Birds He's playing <laughs>
2: Angry Birds You know it's his iPad because it's got a little spot on it <laughs> It's got a little white mark it. In- Booker T actually thinks
0: WWE interaction is the iPads (laughs) everyone's
2: got one of these dog it's amazing (laughs) fucking incredible whilst uh, Cole is ranting I love this he is cut off like halfway through his stream of consciousness to the Spanish announce team (laughs) oh yeah and like it's like Kevin Dunn's just gone well fuck off Cole for like no real reason and you can hear Cole just talking over the Spanish scene before he like for about five seconds before just he realizes. His mic getting turned he, down. <laughs> Before he realizes that the cameras aren't on him yeah. anymore. Hey guys, make sure you check out
0: Directional Season Three. How are you gonna kick off a show in Madison Square Garden with the Rock's return to wrestling? And no matter what you say, that's meant to be a big deal. That's a marquee moment. Fucking Johnny Ace comes out to cut a promo. Uh, good evening. My name
6: is Mr. John Laurinaitis. I am the Executive Vice President of Town Relations and the Interim General Manager of Monday Night Raw. Not only does tonight represent the 25th anniversary of Survivor Series, but it's also my 10th anniversary here in the WWE. All right! Oh, boy. So sit back
2: and enjoy the show.
0: Whoa,
1: but it's his,
2: it's his ten year anniversary. It's Who gives
1: my, a fuck? No,
0: it's not his ten year anniversary. It's my tenth anniversary. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Today is my one hundred and eleventh
0: birthday. <laughs> I don't like
1: happy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I tell you what, there's a little part of me that is like, finds Big Johnny a bit of a guilty pleasure. I know what you so mean. Do I. Yeah. So do I. Like, like,
1: it's enjoyable how irritating he is.
0: Like, him with a CM Punk t-shirt on over his suit, <laughs> saying that WWE 13 is going to be bigger than Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit makes me laugh so fucking much. But Johnny Ace opening Survivor Series, you know what he reminds me of here? He is Briscoe and Patterson rolled into one. He's an old school wrestler who's accomplished a lot... ...yet none of us seem to give any remote of a shit about it... ...turned into a corporate suit... ...with a tentative command of the English language... ...at best.
1: So true, yeah. Except
0: he's no excuse... ...because he's not like... ...came here with not a word of English like Pat Patterson... ...learned to speak off the back of cigarette packs like old Pat did. He's no fucking excuse. He's so fucking bad at speaking. It's dreadful. We start off with the US Championship on the line with Zack Ryder, sorry, John Morrison, taking on Dolph Ziggler.
1: Oh, now listen, this ain't no to make believe. Yeah. A open oh. your eyes and see. Too
6: much wasted time, we don't waste
0: now. no more.
1: <laughs> oh, now yeah, so it just abysmal. keeps stopping
0: and starting, <laughs> there's a power. goes, that, that bit's cool, it's but when okay. that, that bit's playing is only going to be playing if John Morrison is unfortunate for them to tell you. And tonight, the oh. is sponsored by Skittles and a oh. bunch of other shit. <laughs> <laughs> All you hear is just, it's just fucking awful slam poetry. Like, listen, this of, open your eyes and see, uh. stop. <laughs> <laughs> John Morrison and Dolph Ziggler. Two men desperately trying to work their way out of a brown paper bag to look up and see that glass ceiling, which they can't see because the light has been obscured by all the brass rings, all that rich imaginative imagery that Vince has given them.
1: (laughs) Thoughts on John Morrison? I don't really know him a lot. Again, he was one of the guys that was around and sort of like on his way out when I finally got back into it. But what I've seen of him, he's very impressive. Very athletic gentleman indeed. Extremely so, yeah.
2: Bill? Never really got his um, dues, did he? Never. He ne- never really achieved what he could have done. Not in WWE, That's not no. because of him, I don't think. Well, he he definitely had some issues backstage with various people.
0: Vince and whoever was in management had some sort of be in their bonnet about his relationship with his girlfriend, Melina, yeah. and there was obviously incidents, because Vince apparently never thought John Morrison was a tough guy. Like, and he thought that... He was like a, a wuss or something, and that's why he never pushed him because he couldn't talk. And he looked; he thought he was, you know, pretty
1: guy. Say what you want about him not getting opportunities or whatever, but I mean, he did go on to star in Russell Madness, he where did. he wrestled a dog that was trained by a monkey, <laughs> yeah, like a in, talking li- monkey. in live action form. So I, mean, I think he did all right.
0: Sigler is way more evolved than that monkey or that dog, so yeah. this should be a great match. Yeah. It is so fucking sad seeing Ziggler
2: here. I hate this gimmick.
1: I am perfection!
0: <laughs> it's, just, it's just like Sluger,
2: isn't it? It's just a narcissist. It's
1: I love it. I, I think this I, I, suits d- him d- to the I ground. I don't think
2: Ziggler can pull it off.
1: Do you not? No. I, I oh, just, this is like, like my favourite so, Ziggler. It seems
2: like so forced to
1: me. Wow.
0: They really tried desperately to give like <laughs> a little fucking potted excuse as to why this match was happening. Like, Cole fucking a word salad here shoved down his gob because he worked through lunch i don't know well,
4: first off i want to go on record as saying that the fact that john morrison has the united states championship opportunity tonight is absolutely ridiculous morrison ended a long losing streak by defeating dolph ziggler in that title matchup then last week even though it was none of his business
0: Hey guys, because <laughs> Dolph Ziggler was attacked by Mason Ryan, guys. This match, by all right, should have been Dolph Ziggler versus Zack Ryder. Jack Ryder. Yeah. yeah. And they
1: basically acknowledged that on commentary. But like... he was
0: attacked by Mason Ryan, Adam. <laughs> Dolph's doing double duty here tonight. Yeah like Dolph he's probably digging there. ah oh, I worked twice Tyco's what I'm on top in a couple of years oh, Dolph. making hay baby while yeah. that sun is shining oh god it's so sad Dolph is one of the saddest ones mm. because you can look at other people like Miz and you can kind of go well you know he had his moments and he's yeah. you know, 2016 he's doing fucking awesome but you look at Ziggler and it's just kind of like Wow. you know, Zoom back, Ziggler. Look at the graph of your popularity and career. And it's not never a big, like, oh, that's it, you're fucked. Yeah. But chipping away. Slowly. Bit by bit. Slowly. Losing credibility. Losing fan support. Talk about people getting sick of a guy. It's so fucking sad.
1: What do you think to this, Ziggler, here? Like, this version of Dolph?
0: I think it was good because it gave him a chance to talk, finally. Mm. You know? I thought, though, they were trying a little too hard with Ziggler because he has... He's the show-off. He's also perfection. Hashtag also heel. Hashtag heel. Yeah. Also, he does all this cocky stuff and he does his big long promos. Also, Vicky Guerrero. And it's, it's a bit just, Ryback, isn't it? There's, a bit, there, there's too many things been thrown at the wall there. I think have him and Vicky and that's the gimmick. Mm. Or have him be the show-off and that's the gimmick. Or have him with his fucking hashtag heel bullshit and that be the gimmick. But I thought he had two and a half gimmicks mm. right here. Because I have to make a Charlie Sheen reference because everyone in WWE in two thousand eleven was making. Uh, I believe there is a Charlie Sheen reference. There's on like this page ten. It's so fucking, fucking many. Boy, oh boy, Booker T calls Dolph Ziggler Zigzag Man. So he can't remember his name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be here every fucking show we do now. Yeah. <laughs> We're not getting away from this guy.
0: Do you like the weird version of Dolph's theme as well? That was like I said, that I'm here to show the world. They like, just kind of shoved in perfection. The oh, same song, kind it.
2: of. it's like it's like. When you have like a metal album which has like a, a two minute sort of preamble of like church bells and like, then it gets into the actual first song. It's fucking awful.
0: There are massive "We want rider chants straight away. It's second, the bell rings. That's ding ding bored. ding. We want Rider. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a "We want Rider match. The ring is surrounded by chants of people who are disaffected and disillusioned. The commentary referred to it though, which is yeah. really unusual. You couldn't not. There's no way you couldn't.
1: But nowadays, they would try their very best to stray away from that if they could help it.
0: Look at all these great people chanting for Sting and Bruiser Brody and Stan Hansen. No, that's not what they're doing.
1: I was also quite surprised they mentioned it so casually, like because they're basically saying, yeah, we booked the wrong match. (laughs) Like, sorry. (laughs) Now, there's a theory I have about this, because this is
0: four months after Money Money in the Bank and Pipe Bomb and all that stuff. Many at the time were thinking well, this is what happens when you give them what they want. Mm. And even apparently Vince was like, well, you know, you give them what they want and then they assume they're going to get what they want all the time and they're going to try and hijack the show. I don't know if I agree with the whole idea of chanting for the match you want...
1: Yeah, it's very entitled, isn't it? It's like, quite
0: sabat sabbata- Yeah, and it doesn't <laughs> it
1: doesn't really apply to any other medium. Like you never hear about any other TV shows where the fans are up in arms because the wrong character We
0: want played. Rob. We want Rob, Well, we killed Rob. Spoilers. But we you know, he's not alive anymore. I don't know. I mean, like what were they going to do? Like bring Zach out and like go actually him instead. Sorry, John.
1: You know, I mean, Vince comes up. Be careful what you wish
0: for, goddamn. <laughs> Zach Ryder. Cole calls Zach Ryder's petition—he was getting one signed to try and get on uh, on the tonight's show—the most signed petition in the history of Twitter. Yeah. So this is obviously before the Arab Spring, where uh, they <laughs> signed petitions to overthrow their governments.
1: And Booker and King both say that they signed the petition as well on because, Twitter because they think this match was the wrong match to be booked for the show. Like, there's so blatant about the fans like <laughs> disgruntledness
0: with so, this match. so far we've had johnny ace promo and match that the announcers openly acknowledge is the wrong match. yeah <laughs> <laughs> they say twitter like a hundred times in the first 10 minutes yeah they've just discovered it yeah what
1: they literally have a few months ago there was no mention of it at all a few much.
0: months prior to this they had literally had Cole like using that as like kind of, oh you're one of these guys Nudes. on twitter like, yeah you know, read what you believe on twitter Two very very fast men, though. Say what you want about whether the fans want to see this. Dolph and Morrison can go. Awesome, yep. quick action. Booker says John Morrison does too many flips for his liking. <laughs> he's
1: like, <laughs> this you know, is fucking atrocious. Just stop burying the guy. Seriously, we know
2: he's not Zack Ryder, guys. Like, <laughs> but like got this prick on Booker has this awful
0: habit. And they will ask Booker for his opinion. And Booker, like a fucking idiot, thinks, Oh, this is my chance to give my opinion about His a actual guy. opinion. Because he goes he literally says like John Morrison, you know, he does too many flips for my liking. But let's see if he can get it
1: done here tonight.
0: Ugh. Like, you were actually... They put money in your pockets yeah. to put the guys over, yeah. you know? You're
1: just, representing them just as much as they are, like...
0: Yeah, I don't know. It felt like they were really not giving him a chance at all, like... Dolph Ziggler grounds John Morrison and shows off in the meantime. There's one thing I do definitely miss about this gimmick is Ziggler doing, like, handstands and... Yeah, really kind I of being fucking love up. it. Face or heel for Ziggler?
1: De- definitely heel for Ziggler. I think Way he, he needs to be heel. yeah, yeah.
0: he's just like he's got he's got a heel face you he know he literally does yeah. he's got that smug... he's got a
2: very punchable face Ziggler like he and
1: his fucking ramen hair. <laughs> and you know what I didn't realize until we watched this match just how much I miss Vicky Guerrero she is oh, I miss her so much fucking phenomenal in this
0: wow Look who's changed their fucking (laughs) (laughs) shit.
1: Oh, Kevin, you like Vicky Guerrero? Wow, wow, fucking wow! It wasn't that you liked Vicky; it was the uncomfortable like we'd be talking like, "No, quiet." Vicky's on screen, like, uh, and then you you, you go (laughs) like really (laughs) quiet and just like staring intently at the screen. She was good. Mad (laughs) uncomfortable. She
0: was good, and I don't want you ruining it for me with your locker room talk. Morrison makes his comeback and gets fucking booed.
1: Yeah, it's so mean. It's he's like, the oh, he's,
0: face. Look at this guy making a comeback and not being Zack Ryder. <laughs> like, like, I think what they are hoping is that he would do the comeback, do the big punch, the big kick, and then just pull off his back <laughs> yeah. Woo, woo, woo! <laughs> Alas, not like. It's obviously John Morrison's fault that Zack Ryder wasn't bummed. Absolutely. Here. How, Let's boo him. How dare you? Did you see John Morrison going into business for himself and, <laughs> and not being Zack Ryder? <laughs> like, you know what? Boo at shows. Let your voices be heard. Don't fucking boo the men and the women in the ring who are actually hurting themselves. Yeah. Like, come on.
5: Yeah. Like,
0: you know how much it sucks to wrestle? Like, it fucking sucks. It hurts. Yeah. And it fucking... Idiots booing you as well.
1: So mean and ungrateful.
0: Fucking hell. It's so fucking shitty. They trade sleepers. We get a big, bold, beautiful spinning DDT by John Morrison getting out of Ziggler's, uh, Ziggler's sleeper. I know that Ziggler at this point as well had gotten the sleeper hold over as being yeah, a Yeah, people
1: started screaming when he hit it. Like, it's a fucking sleeper hold. Like.
0: Ziggler just did the sleeper and he brought it back. Like, it was, that was his finisher. Yeah. He would knock him out. Like, he like he put out the Grey Cali with the sleeper That's holds. That's amazing. I love like it's really rare that you see it when people build a submission as being like oh shit like yeah. that hole you don't get out of it. Yeah. like whereas even though you got a lot of guys using submissions these days it seems like
1: they're not in- indestructible like they're all easily counterable nowadays for I do know reason. man I don't think
0: I've ever seen them get out of that walls of Jericho <laughs> like, like you know like you're walled in there's nowhere to go
1: the Batista bite and once got <laughs> locked in no yeah, one gets
0: out you need a new
2: Chris Masters with the master log, yeah, the master log.
0: Uh, Bobby Lashley put, put the end of that, like that you bell know. End.
2: <laughs> Vicky Guerrero gets caught putting Dolph's foot on the rope and is sent to the back. Lil, Lil Nature's face is fucking hysterical. <laughs> he he catches her doing it and just looks at her like for a second soon. <laughs> you <do what> you- <laughs> the face he pulls is absolutely You know
0: brilliant. why he pulls that face, Billy? It's because it's the first time in the history of his entire career of refereeing for 20 years that he's actually caught someone. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? People are cheating. Are you... Wait, you mean you call me over here for reasons other than... Uh, I- I'm giving you a one-on-one right now. I'm assuming the match is going on. <laughs> are you... What? I fucking love Vicky here.
1: Oh, she's so outraged.
0: People are booing Ziggler because he's a heel. People are booing Morrison because they're heels. But fucking Vicky Guerrero gets that proper heel heat here. Mm-hmm. Where, like, she's not like. There's so many managers who make it all about them. It's yeah. like, you know, they're distracting. Melina's screaming is always something that always fucking annoys me. It's like, we're trying to watch the match, and I hear her going, ah! Yeah. It, it distracts you. But Vicky, when it's time for her to do her thing, it's like the biggest pop of the match she knows
1: when to come in with it like and then just when to let the match actually be the match and not be involved
0: I just love it it's like it's just that right fucking perfect moment and like you know she got so good at getting heat yeah you know it's fucking brilliant because she's such a heat magnet that if she was doing shit the whole match it would be way too distracting. Yeah. So she kind of like she gets booed anytime she opens her fucking mouth. So the second she starts screaming, there people are like right on her, and no one was chanting "We want Ryder." Nah. When Vicky was being kicked
1: out, <laughs> and on she gets awesome- evicted as well. Like we haven't got a grunt of the night, so this is the next best thing, I guess. Is just Vicky getting sent home. Like. Oh <laughs> my
5: goodness.
1: <laughs> like melting into the distance just want to go home like you know? imagine if when Vinnie Jones got the red card that's how he go. <laughs>
0: John Morrison misses a very fucking scary corkscrew springboard Oh and god! Dolph yeah. hits a big fucking awesome famouser but we got a big old kick out
1: and they fucking they just call it that move like oh Dolph managed to hit that move. No no. Zigzag man. Maddox. Zigzag man.
0: Zigzag wanderer Zigzag <laughs> <laughs> Starship Pain gets countered with the knees. I do not like that move. Starship pain. No? The springboard corkscrew yeah. diddly do. It's a little too flip to do. Too flashy. It's I don't know. It's all sizzle, no steak. You reckon? I, I like it. So. I think it's got a nice bit of I li- impact. I liked it because his legs are so wide in the ropes, and he goes so it's just a short it's distance. A bit yeah, yeah, yeah. You can twist around a lot. I want to
1: see some vert. No, oh, yeah. I think it's pretty. It's unique enough for me to find it an interesting finish.
0: I don't know where Dolph Ziggler just hits the zigzag. Sorry, zigzag man hits the zigzag, and this ends. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> eh.
1: Didn't even cheat to win, just beat him. Just beat him, clean. Yeah. I was nice
0: to see, I guess, Dolph get a clean win, but I
1: guess, but even so, it's not a particularly exciting ending to the opening match.
0: Shows that they think of John Morrison if they give Dolph's secret a clean victory over him. And Dolph cuts a pretty decent promo yeah. afterwards, and Ryder just gets sent out. So I guess it was just kind of a look, we don't want this the whole night long. Yeah. So out you fucking go. So,
2: so if you send Ryder out, who immediately gets fucking decked. Yeah, yeah like, s- all right, Send people Give pe- the people What they want Ryder Send Ryder out Right, Ry- but Rider's going to get Beaten up right Yeah of course Yeah We're not going to Give that guy anything What is he fucking doing yeah. He gets beat I,
0: w- I wish when he came in He was getting beaten on. Like Vince come out Go Come on Dolph Oh Ben <laughs> And then he fires Ryder In front of everyone <laughs> I was just like, you know, they went around there, I mean, he clears Dolph from the ring, you know, Mm. it's basically giving them what they want, but not giving them what they want. But not at all giving them what they want, yeah, because they
1: wanted him to win the US belt. Now stop doing that woo-woo shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I mean it didn't work there were no we want Ryder yeah. chants I mean there were some later a couple. but like it, it was looking like that was all they're going to chant yeah. all night fucking long so you know they did
1: well to calm them down but like you're still just kind of acknowledging that we gave you the wrong match really
0: but if you were someone who had watched 27 and thought mm, I don't know about that but were lured back in with your know, money in the bank and you're kind of thinking whoa WWE's making some changes like CM Punk said you know yeah. voice of the voiceless man Man, you know, we're gonna, you know, occupy Raw and let our voices be heard. And here comes
1: Johnny Ace to open yeah. the pay per view. <laughs> you know,
0: did <laughs> you enjoy your John Laurenitis promo and not seeing the wrestler you want to yeah. get booked? It just seemed like business as usual. Yeah, you it, know? it definitely is. You know, you can change one thing and then you realise that the rest of the show is going to be booked exactly the same way. Yeah, it's not a
1: domino effect like everyone was hoping it would be. And, you know, it does
0: have to sit in there the writers booking Ziegler and Morrison and go, hang on a second now, in light of the CM Punk situation, do you not think we should maybe look at this from another angle? Fuck
2: no. But it's got mm. to the point as well, where the punk, all the punk stuff doesn't seem like it's different and changed. Yeah. It, it changed for the pipe bomb and sort of Money in the Bank. And then once Money in the Bank was done it was just like well we'll just have it back to normal well, but I Punk think, is
1: the Punk is the champion now it's because you had a solid four months of like throwing a cold shower over all the Punk fans I can't fans. wait to- like, it's, it, like it was explosive and if they'd have really followed through on that then it would still be that explosive yeah. okay now, between
0: but- that between then and now Kevin Nash has been involved and Triple H has beaten CM Punk clean yeah. Yeah. so you can kind of see how this we've arrived at this destination yeah, they from the summer cooled
1: him know? off considerably
0: absolutely and I'll tell you what as well it's a cool and people. Off, I was the biggest Zack Ryder fan in the world at that time and this was like a precious fucking droplet, like all of her hands coming out of the grate like, oh please, a little yeah. a little drop. And you know what? Poor fucking Zack Ryder. I think as a bonus episode, we're gonna do Z true Long Island story. That'll be fun. Because this was just one of many, 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 many instances where it was like, oh and no. Yeah. You know they did Raw around this time in Zack Ryder's hometown, Long Island, New York. And he a whole thing, he a and video he... about like, oh man, you know, the, I came to the Nassau Coliseum as a kid. You know how much it will mean. Oh my God, I'm going to be on the show. It's going to be a big homecoming for me. Didn't book him. Oh, for fuck's sake. Didn't book him. And he sent out a tweet saying, oh, guess I'm not booked tonight. And like, oh. you literally had people like Dolph Ziggler going and tweeting saying, like, why are you, like, you didn't pull one over on anyone here. You just made fans upset and made this guy yeah. upset. He's trying really hard.
1: They really felt like they were trying. Yeah, it, it really feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah, like they're trying actively. When to like in. all the
2: boys in the back are all like joined in saying, "Fucking give the guy a chance." Yeah. And like, what he-
0: in the fucking attitude era? How many times was there a, a case of a gimmick where someone's like, "That's fucking funny. Let's." you guys should do that. That's yeah. amazing, that thing
1: you're doing. Or like, this is getting more over than we expected, so let's give you guys a bit more TV time. Yeah, that's how we got things like you know,
0: the APA, we got the yeah. loads of fucking yeah. Mean Street stories. Posse, yeah, but... of, like, things it's, like it's
2: that. It's having someone like Russo, or like all the other guys who wrote during the Attitude Era worked. Well, it's, yeah. it's a because they were willing then. to sort of take chances and, and go elsewhere for ideas. Actually have their ears to the ground. Yeah. 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 Fucking hell. Coming
0: up next... Lumberjill match for the Butterfly Championship. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I have started writing down here you can see. I wrote down Kelly Kelly, Alicia Fox, Layla cuz I thought that this was the world's biggest Survivor series match. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, yeah. oh for fuck Yeah. You know, oh <laughs> look at all the women they have. And I've
1: look. never even heard of some of these people. Maxine, Maxine, Maxine
0: from NXT?
1: No, don't know her. She
0: was in the all-female season of NXT. Right, uh, was involved in an on-screen relationship with uh, Johnny Curtis and uh, Derek Bateman, who went on to be EC3. Oh yeah, TNA. She's in Lucha Underground now. Oh okay. she is actually re- out of all the people who came out there, she's probably one of the better ones. Never heard of her. Well, she literally left because she's like, I'm a big star, and they're like, mm. and she's like <laughs> I'll show you. You'll see. And good off she you know. And she was oh, doing good things at Lucha Underground. God almighty fucking Eve Torres' music is so rubbish.
3: You
0: it's like someone got the annoying bit at the start of, of Brie Bella's music and make that the whole part of the song <laughs> <You're> the... <laughs> you got that and it's
2: like she looks good to me she looks good to <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say it sounded like someone's done a really shit midi version of AJ Styles for
5: you <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: god pin up strong movements uh, with Beth Phoenix in the Natalia, back in the good old days when not wanting to be a model automatically made you a heel.
1: Fuck this! (laughs) Fuck the way they talk about, like, it's no wonder that not a single woman is over, because... All they do is talk about them in this way. Like, all three of the commentators for this whole like match... Like, a collective... Yeah, just like, the Divas. The Divas. And let's talk about the Divas. As Isn't in, it great how the Divas look so good tonight? Like I love My Little Pony, the Divas, Holly
0: yeah. Pocket. It's just like a collective, yeah. like,
1: brand. So irritating. Like, and not even from a gender point of view. It's from the fact that, like, you're the fucking commentators. Yeah. You're meant to be at least trying to get this over right now. And they're just not even... They're burying a whole division in one fell swoop. I mean...
0: I am just flabbergasted at like... It's so cynical when you see so many women that they've got there and you know what there are a lot of women from who were on that roster at the time who were like people like I was in Kelly Kelly is the perfect example it's like someone who didn't grow up wanting to be a wrestler didn't work in the fucking indie she literally was like hey you're hot you're a model come here we'll teach you how to wrestle and here she is but they had women there who either A really wanted to learn Mm -hmm. or B like were athletic and like had like really athletic backgrounds and fuck me sideways if they didn't give any of them a lick of character like Eve Torres here like, you wouldn't know that she trained with the Gracie's and did fucking jujitsu and Jesus. all this shit. And she's like a self defense coach and this fucking toe badass. What's she do here? She twerks.
1: Yeah. You know? No reaction. For no reaction.
0: She what gets is no that? reaction at all. Yes. The only people who get to have a character is like whoever is the champion or whoever's the top heel. And the top heel invariably has a, I hate women. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. skank. You know, and all women hate each other, dog.
1: You've got That's fucking the other. on the outside of the ring. Like someone as talented as her just being fucking demoted to a lumberjill. And I'll say it's fairly damning as well that there's
0: no noise in this whole match and the entire division is there. Yeah. yeah. If you imagine doing a lumberjill match now. You'd have Bailey, chance Sasha chance. You'd every fucking
1: chant under the sun of the people outside the ring there. And no one could care less about these poor women. And it's not surprising at all. The way they're presented and the way that they're displayed and sort of just... The, not, not even just the booking, but the presentation around Divas matches. It's no wonder that no one gives a shit. Because they don't even try to make you give a shit.
0: It's fairly hard to maximise your minutes when you've only got three of them. Yeah, for the entire <laughs> women's division. <like>. You know? <laughs> Absolute silence as Beth slowly works over Eve. Buck and Jerry decide that Beth is jealous of all the other divas. That's the only reason why she obviously doesn't like them. Because she's not in magazines.
1: The most female of all emotions. How dare she? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah the irony is, of course, Booker T, is that uh, in, in our quest to be less feminine... Being jealous, she's being more feminine. feminine, feminine. (laughs) Booker T and Jerry Lawler in their leather-bound chairs... Sipping scotch in their club for pricks that no one's allowed in. Behind behind a big door that smells of farts and leather. Fuck you. (laughs) Eve makes her comeback. She goes for a bit of a moonsault attempt. And in a move that was, you know what? This crowd and this fucking company didn't deserve to see... You know what, Eve Torres, as protests, and Beth Phoenix as protests, you deserve to give these people a fucking glam slam off the top rope. Because I hate them working for five minutes in pure silence, and then them pulling out a spectacular, horrifyingly dangerous move, like a glam slam off the top rope she lands right in her fucking face. Mm-hmm. She kills her!
1: For no reaction. For no reaction. Yeah.
0: Like, you get a bit of a pop when the move happens, and then it was yeah, spell but, but that's it, though. That's it doesn't it.
1: mean anything. Like People won't even remember that happened.
0: Beth wins, Eve is
2: dead, this division is dead. Yep. We've come a long way in five years. A
1: very long way.
2: Fucking hell. Still got a long time though between this and that five years is a long five Oh, it's years. a
1: dreadful five years. And by no means is it perfect now, but it's a damn sight better than that. And it's
0: so interesting as well, the fact that even though, like, people might think that, oh, like, if you're PG, you can't be misogynistic. Like, if you because uh, wow. these women aren't ripping each other's clothes off and are calling each other sluts, and they're not, you know. You know, throwing makeup at each other and having food fights and wrestling in gravy. But their presentation of them is still lackluster. Their present, their opinions of them. You know,
1: they're it's incredibly misogynistic. Yeah. Like just, just as much as before, it's, except it's not so overt and physical about it now. Yeah,
0: it's just like way less in your face, but it's still there. You yeah, know? and it's still a huge fucking problem.
2: It was so weird as well seeing AJ Lee just outside on the uh, being a lumberjill.
1: Just another wrestler. Just, just like, another wrestler. No, but yeah.
2: in a few years she's gonna she's gonna help start the change. Yeah. Fucking hell! If you look at all the women out there, and she she's the one who fucking pulled the whole division up by her yeah. goddamn
0: bootstraps. She really was the only one who got herself over properly. Like. Yeah.
1: And they won't even talk about her now. Yeah. Like, they won't, <laughs> I, I think that like so much of the current crop of women's wrestling is attributed to AJ, and they won't even fucking mention her name when they talk about it on documentaries. Well, the same goes for or, Paige as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, very, oh yeah, she'll be scrubbed from. The History Box She'll be and scrubbed acts. And yeah. like,
2: the women's division was Charlotte and Sasha It's yeah. not, it was AJ and it was Paige Hey yeah. Billy,
0: some say that Redacted Started the women's revolution <laughs>
2: Backstage
0: CM Punk gets Otungans
3: Well if it isn't Chicago's Unwanted other son I come bearing a message From Mr. Laurinaitis Now last week on Raw you unlawfully Put your hands on Michael Cole Now where I'm from, at Harvard Law We would call that assault and battery, as well as intentional infliction of emotional distress. Well, where I'm from, and here in Madison Square Garden, we call that loudmouth dork getting what he deserves. (laughs) Cute. Anyway, Mr. Laurinaitis would like you to do the professional thing and apologize to Michael Cole before you compete tonight. Okay. well, I certainly... You know, don't want to be on Mr. Laurinaitis' bad side, and I want to do everything I can to make sure I respect Mr. Laurinaitis' wishes, so I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll think about it. Right after I beat Alberto Del Rio and become the new WWE Champion. (laughs) Nice bow tie. (laughs) this is is what I mean smug prick all about
0: him all about the power I know what you mean (laughs) it's just
1: when you're standing next to him I know you can feel the power half an hour into this show and this is the first mention of Punk and it's him backstage in a pre-tape with David Otunga David Otunga how fucking quickly did he fall apart like Abominable. You go from him in
0: Vince McMahon's face screaming about you will apologize, all this stuff to nice bow tie, David. Pipe bomb. See CM Punk should have a pipe bomb p- b- button. when he what he
2: says things like that should have content. been his gimmick. They, like, If like <laughs> pipe b- <Like>, bomb, <laughs> p- b- <laughs> like if they managed to get him to resign, but then decided yeah. we've got you to resign. Now fuck you. This is your punishment. This now. is your gimmick. And then just give him like a sound bar- a soundboard, and say fuck it, deal with it. That's your gimmick. Just Punk punk sitting cross-legged, just going, dictionary, dictionary.
0: Punk was a good foil for the kind of, they did put across, you know, the Johnny A's, the David Otunga, the Michael Cole as being like the the out-of-touch face of WWE, even though they were still themselves very out-of-touch. And I did enjoy Punk riffing off of those, but there's no doubt that like, what people wanted to see, they wanted to see Punk In Vince's face, Triple H's face, Stephanie's face. Mm -hmm. Instead, we got Punk and David Otunga, and Punk and John Laurinaitis. Still fun, but nowhere near what people wanted. And you're never going to get over as a main event guy like feud with fucking Otunga and Johnny
2: Ace. No, because
1: they're not over his heels. Like they've got go home heat. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's so bizarre as well because of all the times that they've tried to replicate the Attitude Era. This is the closest to it's naturally coming. Yeah. And they've gone, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit close to home there. We should lay off a
1: let's, little. Let's
2: lay off this. It is
0: really like, I mean, not to use the exact same analogy again, but it's like if Steve Austin was getting hot and they went, you know what, do you feud with Patterson and Briscoe? Yeah. And leave Vince because... You know, that's a little too yeah. close to home. You know, we don't want people going after the actual boss. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of silly. But yeah, absolutely. Like, you can't recapture the attitude era when you are so unwilling to run with it. Put yeah, put your foot in the fucking gas, lads. You know. Oh God, here we go. The Rock, he's back, and he's got a goatee and an MSG promo with lots and lots and lots of name dropping.
4: Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Let me tell you something about Madison Square Garden. 1977, five years old, Dwayne Johnson is sitting in the seats right out there, right in front, front row, watching his grandfather, the high chief, Peter Maivia, take on superstar Billy Graham for the WWE title. Seven years later, The Rock, 12 years old, hanging out in the back in the dressing room with Andre the Giant. Let me repeat that, hanging out with Andre the Giant. Watching The Rock's dad, soul man Rocky Johnson defend his WWE tag team title. And here we are, 1996, this very arena, this magical arena, The Rock makes his debut at Survivor Series, November 96. The Rock makes his debut at Survivor Series and despite having a hideous outfit and the worst haircut known to man, this was the place, this was the place where the people for the very first time in The Rock's life chanted The Rock's name. that night that night started an odyssey an epic odyssey that will go down in wwe history that will go down in wwe history from know your role to shut your mouth all the way to lay it to smack it down from one on one with the great one all the way back to do you like pie it doesn't matter what you think. All the way back, all the way back, then The Rock becomes the Intercontinental Champion. Then The Rock becomes Tag Team Champion. Then The Rock becomes seven-time WWE Champion. But above all that, more importantly than that, The Rock on that night became the People's Champion. Becoming the People's Champion. After seven long years, finally the rock has come back. Finally, the new era, the people's era begins tonight. Because finally, finally, the rock has come back to new. Miz and our truth, Miz and our truth. It's as simple as this. It's as simple as this. Boots to asses. Miz and our truth, boots to asses. Now, on, now on to the Rocks, tag team partner John Cena. You see, John Cena, John, you called The Rock out. You wanted The Rock to be your tag team partner. Well, guess what? You got your wish. But what you didn't count on, what you never counted on, what you never counted on was The Rock doesn't come alone. No, 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 no. The Rock, as you can clearly hear, and later on your monkey ass is clearly gonna see that The Rock brings 17,000 strong. And what we're gonna do, we're gonna take a lightning bolt and shoot it right up your ovulating lady parts. City. You and The Rock know just how special and magical Madison Square Garden is. You know it. The Rock knows it. You know how special and historic this night is. Frank Sinatra performed out there in Madison Square Garden, gave the performance of a lifetime. Not only Blue Eyes himself, but it was Ali Frazier delivered the fight of the century in this very arena. And tonight... And tonight, The Rock wakes up in a city that never sleeps. In a city that never sleeps. He's a number one, top of the list, King of the Hill, a number one. These little town blues are melting away city this is the rock we're live the rock ain't singing by himself no 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 we're gonna make a brand new start of it in old new york footsteps all night long new york city it's on it gets a
5: what the rock is cooking 2 hours
6: later
2: fuck me this goes on forever yeah andre the giant andre <laughs> the Giant! I,
0: I met him once. I met him. Wow! Whoop freaking frickin' too. His yeah. yeah, dad's says, a wrestler. He
2: says he like played checkers with him. Was it dominoes? And
0: uh, Andre looks at me and he says, "You know, one day you're gonna be the most electrifying man in all of entertainment." No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He probably farted and drank a bottle of wine. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's probably what he did. He went on and on and... He said nothing.
1: Started off okay, like, oh, this is better than his WrestleMania 27 promos, but then it just kept <laughs> going, <laughs> and going. And then he starts singing as well, apropos of nothing. Like, it's like he's into lost song. his mind. <laughs> it
2: really is. It's like, this is generally like, he's rehearsing for his promo and he doesn't know the camera's being turned yeah. on. It's like, so I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to say this, Maybe mention Andre, do this, do this, do this. What it's on. If yeah. you smell I mean, that, <laughs> I mean he's you done. You know,
0: There probably was a time when The Rock could do that. And yeah. that time has passed. Yeah. You watch Beyond the Mat and he's there with Michael Hayes. He's like, literally like, you know, No Your Old Boulevard, Jaboni Drive, yeah. SmackDown Hotel. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. And he goes, he goes, Let me tell you, and he goes that awesome promo on that kind yeah. yeah. just there. Here, it feels like no one is kind of has the balls to go. What are you going to say? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I had a nice dinner last night with fucking Michael Bay and I wrote some funny shit down a cocktail napkin. It's going to kill. Oh, okay, I guess.
1: And because he's The Rock and he's such a huge star nowadays... No one's going to say anything No, yeah, they just keep letting him run on and on and on. It's like every time he has a mic in his hand now, everyone's too nervous to say, can you wrap it up a little bit? Like, Like,
0: he does some fun bits in here. Like, I like when he was ragging on his debut and, like, his silly hair, his silly outfits... And he—it's as if he wasn't doing good promos. Like on Raw, the build-up to this, he was doing some good promos. Like he did some really good ones where he like he wouldn't accept John. He like he's like John, I'm not gonna accept your challenge because I don't like you. And then like he led him on for a while. Then he was like, yeah, I will accept. You know, mm. being a partner. Like there was some. You can still do it. But here it just feels like, hey, Rock, you got 10 minutes, go to town. And Jesus Christ, I don't know what town he's went to, but there's yeah.
1: no. None of the shops here I like, you know? It's just like you said at WrestleMania, it's just pandering. Like, there's yeah. literally one bit where he just runs through his cat. He's he like, List them! From, uh, let's see, the People's Champ, to If You Smell what The Rock's Cooking, to Laying the Smackdown. Like, he just, just runs through them all. Poontang Pie.
0: All the way to Do You Smell What The Rock Is Cooking? All the way to Know Your Role and Shut Your Mouth? All the way. To sweet cream on an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> All the way to what in the blue? <laughs> All the way to, you know what? It's fucking, it's not good enough, is it? No, no. Shut up. And Rock, I'm not mean to say it every time you're going to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up. You, in no way, shape, or form. Stop talking about eating pie. <laughs> yeah. The Rock reckons you just don't know how to orgasm. That's just the way I'm <laughs> looking. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a forum, a guy told me to do something. The Rock's done it you <laughs> wanna know why men hmm, men don't eat your pie you know why men don't do oral sex cause we're not gay that's why <laughs> 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 fucking rubbish I and mean, you know what <laughs> This little finishy bit that he does here was so like wake up call you're the that's your wake up call <laughs> the part where he goes it's as simple as this it's as simple as this <laughs> Boots to asses, all night long, New York City. And he walks away, (laughs) boots to asses. He starts running down John Cena as well, and his ovulating lady parts. Which then um, gets a lady parts chance yeah. from the crowd. Mm-hmm. This was one of many, many, many times where he talked about John Cena having lady parts and John Cena's mangina. And then John Cena like, oh, I don't have a vagina. You know what? Like, fuck off. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't want to say it's okay for them to make those jokes back in the Attitude Era, but uh, there's no doubt that we know a lot more about fucking you know, trans issues in maybe 2011 yeah. than we did in 1998. And that shit, Rock, is not good enough.
1: It's so fucking juvenile. You're meant to be the most charismatic man in all of wrestling, and the best you can come up with is making fun of someone for having a mangina. Like, <laughs> fucking grow up. Well, like, the like...
2: thing as well, because the story that they've kind of let the story be run by The Rock.
1: Yeah, They're, absolutely. They've, they've
2: given Rock the kind of the reins. The license. So, like, Rock says that stuff, and then, like, we're in a situation where Cena is in the ring on a roar, saying, listen, guys, I don't have a mangina. Yeah, he
1: has to defend himself. S- like.
2: S- S- Cena shouldn't have to defend himself. It's for almost something as like if fair. Uh,
0: John Cena should rise above hate, Billy, and yeah. no. and be a fucking star. Like. <laughs> Seriously, John Cena. The one thing, one in this, because I think John is a fucking champ. Throughout this whole fucking mm. feud and putting up with the Rock shit, because the Rock's not got the handcuffs on that John Cena does. John Cena no. has to fucking be within the company guidelines, yeah. and the Rock's yeah. allowed to color outside the lines and say whatever the fuck he wants. I really wish Cena called about out into shit like that. Mm. Because John Cena is a very important person he's for got a lot a of people. Yeah. And a lot of kids as well. And you know what? If there's a kid there and he sees John Cena saying it's not cool to make those jokes, it means a lot more than a
1: kid looking at the rock going, ha he's funny. You know? He needed that Jesus Christ son get serious kind yeah, of moment. Yeah, like, Because it was just too many jokes and too many childish jabs at yeah. each other.
0: And you know what as well? I'm going to say this is possibly... You know, and I've been to fucking little, right? And I've 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 had the cheapest of the cheap, but this must be the cheapest pop I've ever fucking I've ever witnessed in my fucking life. Where he starts singing fucking New, New York, York, New York. Yeah. Now Mick Foley would come out and he would say the fucking name of the town. He wouldn't sing a song for about a the minute. fucking town that yeah. he's
2: in, like. You know he wouldn't do it though for any other like cities? Because they aren't like you only have songs written about the big cities. Like if this was in Cleveland, yeah, like he, what, what's he gonna fucking sing? Oh no, he <laughs> like, did. He
0: did Cleveland Rocks when he was in Cleveland. Oh yeah, the rock For concert. Sake.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't forget. Yeah, when uh, when fine he... Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs>
0: Beat that rock. <laughs> Balls in your cord, Mister Johnson. <laughs> and I. He finishes it up, boots to asses all night long, New York City. Whole house. <laughs> it's just like
2: songs off his album. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just listing the album tracks. What a Franken promo. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's yeah. just loads of bits. There was a couple of things he could have done there. And no more than Resume twenty seven. We thought, oh nerves out in front of the crowd, mm-hmm. had rehearsed. Think he would have learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. You think as well he would have actually made some mention of the Miz and Orr truth. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only part when he brings them up is he literally said Miz and R-Truth you don't matter tonight no. John Cena and then he cut a promo on John Cena yeah. that's fucking sad it couldn't be more
1: transparent what's going on
0: here yeah it? coming up next five on five traditional Survivor Series elimination match the Brussels Sprouts of WWE pay-per-views. I guess we have to have them because Nan will complain if we don't. <laughs> it's Team Barrett, or as I've called them, Barrett's All Sorts, taking on yeah. Team Randy Orton. We've got Wade Barrett, Jack Swagger, Dolph Ziggler, Hunico, who I did meet once and he was very nice, and Cody Rhodes taking on Randy Orton, Sheamus, Sin Cara, Kofi Kingston, and Mason Ryan. Uh. The Barrett Barrage... Whoa, what a fucking shit title that is. Just yeah.
1: Another Wade Barrett gimmick.
0: Guys, are you ready for the Barrett Barrage is got a coat he hasn't worn in a year. He's wearing it again. That's the Barrett Barrage.
1: It's like every time we watch one of these shows he's Wade Barrett is now doing something new and they're trying to get it over and it just won't happen.
2: Like, and it's so surreal as well that like the best gimmick he's had, the, which I still think is the Bad News gimmick. Yeah, oh, not, definitely. Co- not the Cosmic like, King. No. <laughs>
0: oh my God! <laughs> the hubris of the British. Fucking We've taken out. over
2: Ireland and the rest of the world. Now for the Cosmic Galaxy. <laughs>
1: king Bad News. But
2: like the Bad News gimmick stemmed from him being unable to wrestle because of a green card issue. Yeah. yeah. So the one time he stops actually wrestling he gets over. He gets over. Yeah. I mean as soon as he does start wrestling again people are like ah, we're over this we're bored goes, now. You're not on a podium saying bad news. Like. Am I the only one who negatively associates the phrase
0: the Barrett Barrage with the Pokemon move Barrage <laughs> that Execute used to do? Like oh here comes the Barrett Barrage <laughs> <laughs> Only two times. Oh, grade three. Oh, not fucking five. <laughs> I'll be happy with four at this stage. Oh, great, fucking five. Great. Uh, oh. Possibly my favourite line of commentary ever, and one that sums up our poor boy Jack Swagger to a T. A refocused Jack Swagger after being embarrassed by the Muppets on Raw Monday nights. Uh, <laughs> uh, and oh, comes oh, Jack Swagger oh. like, yeah, on your knees. A refocused Jack Swagger. Kermit the Frog made looking look like a dick on Ronald. He's got
1: Fozzy bears numbered on He
0: looks so mad <laughs> that the Muppets got one over on him. And uh, out comes Dolph Ziggler, to which Booker T says, Zagman coming, dog. He's oh, not even the Zig Zag man nah. anymore. I of Zig and Zag. Which one do you think, Because <laughs> I think he'd be Zig. That's just me. It makes
1: sense.
0: I fucking love Hoonacow. Yeah. I love him. I mean he's Sinkara now. Yeah. That there's the real Sinkara. Like
1: yeah. good
2: Sin Cara.
0: I I <laughs> I don't know why and I know it's a fucking lazy stereotype gimmick but I just have the idea of a guy being a dressed up luchador and he's like he lost the war of the Sin yeah. so he had to unmask I just have the idea of him going from like I'm a mystical luchador to fuck it I'm coming out of my dickies and yeah. my converse <laughs> fuck it
1: and he's like one of the only guys the commentators make concerted efforts to put over like yeah. they're constantly talking about how about this new attitude of at Hunico since he got unmasked like they keep going on about it like you know what because they have plans for him um, not really, no. I
0: mean, they hooked him up with a guy called Camacho and they came out in a bike, and I pretty much oh, yeah. killed that gimmick. But I mean, like, I just thought it was nice to see, you mm. know, even if it is a bit of a fucking stereotype, yeah, a negative yeah, one at that. Non masked Cody Rhodes comes out. Yeah. He's uh, just after losing the mask. He says that he's a new man. That's literally the only explanation.
1: He's gone back to his uh, so good music again. So he's
2: pretty again.
0: No, he's not dashing Cody Rhodes. And no, it's not his old music. It's uh, more, instead of a...
1: Whoa! It's... Oh, so Whoa. it's even higher pitched. Yeah, than it, you know, it's awful. higher
0: pitched. Now, they did this whole thing where like he was feuding with Randy with the mask and Randy bit the shit out of him. And then he came back without the mask. He's like, you've changed me, Randy. I'm a whole new guy. And they were alluding to... Because when he comes out, he's like, oh, some psychological issues there with Cody Rhodes, maybe. Because he had this real mad, intense look in his face all the time with these crazy eyes. And literally nothing came of it. Nothing at all. It was like, you've had a gimmick. Now he's not got a gimmick. Yeah, That's it. That was his his gimmick. gimmick. He doesn't have a gimmick anymore. Gimmickless Cody Rhodes. (laughs) Kofi Kingston comes out. He's one of the tag team champions. Where the fuck is his partner then? Yeah. Who's he champ with? I... Think it was Evan Bourne? Last episode, the Money in the Bank 2011 episode, you and I spent the vast majority of that going, Jesus, remember? Forgotten name from 2011. And we had Alex Riley and Evan Bourne. Mm -hmm. And Jesus Christ, lads. Mason Ryan.
2: What a failed project (laughs) he was. Do, Do you know what makes me so sad in this? Jerry's describing Ryan by saying, nothing really fancy about this guy (laughs) (laughs) that's genuinely what he says about Mason Ryan that's how
0: you describe a harvester
2: (laughs) (laughs) nothing really fancy about this
0: you know pretty plain pretty standard
1: I bet Vince fucking loved Mason Ryan he looks exactly like Batista but he's Welsh
0: and there's two zeros knocked off that contract (laughs) (laughs) he works for Cirque du Soleil now don't you I will always say one thing about Mason Ryan his best gimmick ever was what I referred to as his Kit Kat gimmick when he was in NXT when he would just come out and go I'm going to break him in half <laughs> I'm going to break him in half break him in half I'm going to he would say it
2: over and over again he'd do his little Kit Kat breaking thing it was like what we did with Rusev going get- back in NXT where he would just come out of a plank of wood and he would just <laughs> yeah. break it on his knee backstage Mason
0: I was like, Fuck it, that's my gimmick. I know I've not, I, not, I know i actually not broken anything in half, but I could. If you've got any foil, I could rub my finger through as well, I'll do that as well. You know, and when they do this whole thing where it's like, put him in the Survivor Series match. Let's see if he can fly. And if you can't, with nine guys yeah. protecting you, not he worth thought, it. Yeah. Braun Strowman showed he's got some competency because he yeah. could survive all these matches. Mason Ryan was not so fortunate. They really, really play up as well in this match, and I like this how deadly Randy Orton is at Survivor Series matches. Yeah,
1: that's great. Great story. How he's
0: been like sole survivor so many years and he's been on winning side so many years. And that's like really, really cool. That like it's one of the few times where like a gimmick really works. Like Randy's a survivor, he's the snake. Mm-hmm. He'll find a way and that's his kind of it's a nice little feather in his cap, I think, one that yeah, should play off. Yeah, and up.
1: it's something that's still continuing to this day as well. Actually, even this year at Survivor Series, he was one of the sole survivors with Bray Wyatt. Like, yeah, I I would really like that. I think that would make Survivor Series at least a little bit more interesting to have someone like Randy being like the Undertaker of Survivor yeah. Series. Yeah, have like, like, a
0: big name like for that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's
1: a great idea. Like Brock
0: and Summerslam, they're kind yeah, of doing, they're that, doing that with him know? there. Yeah, but I think they're wide open for someone to do that, like mm-hmm. with Survivor Series. They also start claiming as well that they really start hammering home the point that it's a launching point for careers. They cite The Undertaker, they cite The Rock. But who in this match is debuting?
1: Yeah, no no one.
0: one. Like, no one at all is debuting in this match. So what the fuck is the point? And who has a really good moment?
1: No one. There's no highlights in this match.
0: There's some good back and forth with Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston here at the start. Like, these two really can go. But this is me saying this now, having watched this match and not have to watch... You know, these guys wrestled each other literally a hundred times yeah. in 2011. It's fucking ridiculous. Orton comes in, RKO's and pins Ziggler pretty much straight away. So, Ziggler was obviously not out for a long stretch in this one. The goodies clear away the baddies. Kofi and Sin Cara both do a big, awesome die to the outside. And Sin Cara hurts himself. What a fucking surprise. I mean, I swear I'm not purposely picked every pay-per-view where Sin Cara gets himself fucking injured like we have to pick the random raw where he hurts his pinky next <laughs> is, it, is this is this shoot or work this is a shoot yeah. what, what did he do he dived out and he fucked up his elbow no, he
1: dived out and he caught his foot in he the caught rope. caught his foot on the way over the yeah, ropes. Yeah,
0: and I think he pulled his ankle or some shit. And Either way.
1: once again, in true Sin Cara style, you can see the second he falls to the floor, he's like motioning over like, I, yeah. I, I can't go <laughs> he on. Comes through, he comes taking his pants <laughs> and mask off. Like, you know, I'm hitting the
0: shower. Loan up Netflix.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, so, sorry. Still, him cancelling the match with Del Rio because he popped his finger That's, yeah, yeah, that's the saddest that's thing, like, thing that, ever. That's like one of, generally one of my funniest moments in wrestling. You think back to
1: Triple H blowing his quad out and then continuing to wrestle. You're taking a fucking Walls of Jericho on the table
2: after that shit, like yeah, yeah. pulling his pinky out. (laughs) Del Rio's fury as well is oh, it's so funny. Del Rio losing his mind. Has Sin Cara lost any of his luster here?
0: Because it's funny. I mean. I'm looking back at photos of us going to see wrestling around this time, and you're in your Sin Cara yeah.
2: mask. Yeah, me and my Sin Cara mask. We found the guy in the Mysterio mask. We you sat with each other. Such a
1: big Sin Cara. Mark. Um,
2: I liked the look, and I liked him running and jumping into the ring, <laughs> and then I. And then Killer well, said, "I didn't. I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more if I hadn't started watching wrestling again." after Hunako. Yeah. Mm. That's I true. started just after Hunako stopped being Sin Cara. and that was one of the things like you were saying was like, even though it was a different guy, he said, I think you'll like Sinkara because <laughs> you knew I liked all like the flip dudes, you even though it wasn't Hunako. And then like I was like, alright, I mean you got me the mask for my birthday and then it just sort of went downhill from there. I still enjoy Sinkara now. Yeah I think he's... Um, he's now uh... now Hunako has taken over. I, I do, I do enjoy Sinkara still. We've got to be careful what we say that when he comes here and beats the shit out of the three of us. bit of a loose cannon that one. Like. Did Did you hear about him and Jericho in the UK tour? I did one? hear about him and Jericho in the and UK tour. Yeah, Jericho kicking them out the bus and making him walk to the stage Well, like he's got
0: a bit of a like. This is like the third fight yeah, he's been. in. Yeah. A fight mate. with Seamus A fight with Simon Gotch. It's like fucking. Yeah. When I met him, it was lovely. Yeah, <laughs> I shook his hand. And I said I liked his mask. Didn't fight me, but then again, I'm not a wrestler, so yeah. maybe it's like maybe he hates wrestlers. <laughs> That's why he's become one. We want Ryder Chan start up as uh, Sin Cara has been taken out to the back. What the fuck was that? <laughs> a long, long silence as we're sitting around kind of going, "Well, what's going to happen?" Sin Cara has been eliminated. Yeah. Okay, then. notice uh Barrett's got an anchor on the back of his trunks. What's that all about? And perhaps an homage to his degree in marine biology from the ah, University yeah. of Manchester. Or well, maybe
2: he's just got a really heavy arse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's really. Both of our theories
0: are equal. <laughs> What's important is that you we both gave one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mason Ryan tags in. Cody runs away from because Mason is rubbish and he just doesn't want to get injured. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wouldn't well, that be great if they had like a big green wrestler, like, oh shit, no man. If you lock up me, you're gonna break my fucking ankle or some shit, like, you know. Without the mask, the real Hunako has come out. Now you can tell it's the real Hunako because he's got a white mark <laughs> on the bottom of his boot. The crowd has gotten really quiet at this stage yeah. though. I'm not sure, I don't think Sincara, like literally just as the Momentum was building and I was kind of like, oh, we're in a bit first gear. They hit the RKO and the die's like, here we go. Everyone be quiet for four minutes. Yeah. Okay, let's try and start again. I feel like Sinkara did sabotage this match. Yeah, a little <laughs> it, bit. It was looking like it was gonna be going somewhere here at this point. Mason starts chucking Hunico around, and obviously Hunico is putting this match because he's the lad who's skilled enough and unpopular enough that they don't mind if he gets fucking killed oh. by this giant Welshman. Cody Rhodes kicks
2: and crossroads and eliminates Mason Ryan. See you later, big old Cody Chan. Yeah, yeah. The, the the crowd are very happy that Mason Ryan has gone. <laughs> Cody
0: Rhodes, like, you know what? If they fucking if if they don't realize that Cody Rhodes, like, they need to bring him back at some point
1: because there's a man who's just They're fucking better. He is so excellent. There's
0: so many. Like, it's so funny because you can say it's with so many guys, you know. But the ones who are still there, I feel worse for them than the ones who've yes, left. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm not as sad for Cody as I am for Dolph Ziggler. You but know?
1: the thing you got to remember is, like, look at Del Rio. He left, went and made a better name for himself doing good things in other companies, and then came back and had God, like the worst nothing. run of his like career in WWE. Well, that's just so
0: Vince McMahon could get off that night. you know. <laughs> you? <laughs> he can't get hard unless he ruins someone's dreams. <laughs> Sheamus beats up Cody Rhodes. Cole talks about how Sheamus was bullied as a child. And that made him tougher.
1: Yeah, Seamus has got that Irish temper, according to Booker T.
0: So uh, just remember, when you're being bullied, it's going to make you a better person. Be a star, everyone. Uh... What the fuck kind of message is that? You wouldn't (laughs) mind as well. Do you know who one of the main spokespeople for Be A Star is? It's fucking Seamus because he was bullied as a child because he had a ginger haircut. And in Ireland, that means that you're the devil. (laughs) There's no English people in Ireland to hate on. So we hate on people who've got ginger hair when we're children because we're horrible.
2: We're the most Irish of the lot of you. (laughs) It's so so horrible. Like, how can Cole say
0: that? Like, you know, don't bring it up. It doesn't make you tougher. Leave it out. Here's something you could have said. Seamus was bullied and that was awful. Check out Be A Star so you yeah. can find out to stop bullying. Fucking Be A Star. Cole goes on about HBK when Kofi Kingston gets the half tag. He grew up and he idolised and watched Shawn Michaels. Looking to emulate Shawn Michaels here. Kofi Kingston, the wildcat. Some say he's a young Shawn Michaels He's not Shawn Michaels. No, Michael. he's, his no. style
1: is nothing like Shawn Michaels.
0: It's like when they kept going on with Jeff Hardy being yeah. fucking Shawn Michaels. That, don't call people that. Remember so- all the
1: swantoms that Shawn Michaels would do off the top of ladders and stuff through tables? Like they're such similar guys, those two. He's also not taking drugs and pretending
2: to be a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Barrett hits the wasteland, aka the
0: shittest finishing maneuver oh, ever.
1: Fucking Dreadful, Awful. Like, the least impact I've ever seen on a finish. Have you ever
0: seen uh, Kevin Nash making fun of uh, Wade Barrett? How much he hates him. Is it
1: when he's really drunk on red wine. Yeah, him X-Pod. and X-Pac have hit
0: the Merlot pretty fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, a couple of Chianti's in there. And he's like, let's see this guy, Wade Barrett. He's like six, six-three, six-four. 6'4". He basically hates the fact that Barrett was put over as being a big guy. Hmm. And he gets The Undertaker up for this fucking Wasteland movie. Looks like he's got a fucking... Giraffe on his fucking back because he's like, he couldn't get Undertaker up properly. It's like, the wasteland, there's no way to make it look good. No, no, literally not. It's a shit move. Yeah, it's so bad. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? creative finisher from yeah. smackdown versus <laughs> yeah. raw it's like really you gotta fucking I'm
1: gonna start off with the AA and then fuck it just dump him
0: you know what we should have done is you should do like with a proper creative finisher. was pick him up for the AA, put him down up for suplex down up for a powerbomb down eight taunts powerbomb <laughs> <laughs> that just reminds me of our old,
2: <laughs> our, our old housemate isaac who uh, made his creator wrestler have literally filled out every single slot of the move set of the finishing move <laughs> so, so it's like throw him against the ropes pick him up put him down throw him against the other ropes spin him around put him down and
1: then the finale was he kicked you in the nuts nine times in a row <laughs> just over and over it basically became over. a war of attrition
0: because if isaac hit his finishing move we would just turn off the console <laughs> <laughs> and leave the room well I'm not, i've got somewhere to be in the next eight minutes so <laughs> Barrett eliminates Kofi Kingston with his terrible fucking move. Team Barrett works over Orton. Four to two. So there's an advantage here for the heels. Sheamus gets himself DQ'd for doing too many knees. I hate when they do that yeah rubbish the only time you can tell that story is I want to kill this person I'm
1: rabid and unhinged yeah yeah. Uh, I can't
0: hear you counting to five right now because I'm so fucking just come on Seamus so
1: stupid it makes him look like a fucking idiot
0: do you notice how much they protected Seamus at this point in time Yeah. yeah he like Only person who took less pinfalls than him was John Cena. I think Mm. it's fucking crazy how much they. It's something
2: I've like. I've never understood why. Because like Sheamus is obviously a very competent wrestler, Mm. but I've never liked him. Never liked his matches. Never liked him on the mic. And I just, I just don't see what they see in Sheamus. It makes me very cynical. That it, I think that it's just because his buddies are Triple H. Yeah, is, you,
0: It's not just... I mean, that, that's what got his foot in the door. Yeah. But the reality is, he's fucking giant. He is, like... He's reliable. He's uh, reliable, and he doesn't mind playing up the Irish gimmick, you yeah. know? And, like, that's... Like, anyone who's not a wrestling fan could turn in and tune in and look at that and be like, whoa, look at the Celtic fucking Irish dude. And, you know what? That fucking... That will guarantee him a spot on the roster yeah, forever in their yeah. minds, you know? But that... I guess him being there the reason why he's so protected I think you're right it's because of being yeah. buddy buddies with, with, with the right people he brogue kicks Jack Swagger as he's leaving do you know what the word brogue stands for in Irish the shoe isn't it it is so It's yeah. the shoe kick yeah. <laughs> the shoe kick and Jack Swagger gets eliminated Cody Rhodes mocks Randy. Randy starts his comeback in response. He RKO's Hunico mid springboard, mm. which was fucking beautiful. Gorgeous. Eliminates Hunico. Randy is outnumbered. I love this little story where, like, Randy—he's like he, looking around like an animal, like he's kind of you know assessing the situation. Big eyes on him. I fucking mm. think it's—he really starts coming into his character here.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, because there was a point where I hated Randy and I started liking him when he really started like his movements. He's so like... He is like reptilian and yeah. like really like an animal sometimes. He's I the
1: highlight it. of this whole match, for sure.
0: Absolutely. He holds the whole thing together.
1: He RKO's
0: Cody, but he's meant to go for Wade. And he sees Cody there, so he's like, which one will I do? He goes, fuck it. He gets Cody. And as soon as he turns around, he gets the Wasteland. Ugh. He eats a shite finisher.
2: The Barrett Barrage wins! <sighs> and then we are told, here are your sole survivors. Then say two names. I don't know what a soul survivor is. Because they? <laughs> no. they say it earlier as well. They yeah. like soul survivors, and it's two fucking people. They're, and as well, it doesn't even work because, as we all know,
0: Randy Orton doesn't have a soul, so no. they can't nah. even use that kind of phrase to work it. As they're celebrating, Cole is like, "Great win for Wade Barrett and uh, Cody Rhodes here." Sin Cara has ruptured his patella and will be out of action for a uh, number of weeks. So everyone's a winner. (laughs) Not only did you win, that lad at the start, he's really hurt as well. He's gone now. So Wade Barrett and his haircut, the Barrett barrage, he will be injured in a few months and will be off. So back to the drawing board again.
1: Oh, again.
0: Fucking hell. Stop, start. Yeah. I mean, I will say, compared to WrestleMania 27, they did do a bit more to showcase these lads. Yeah. You know, you could have easily had Orton and Sheamus be the two lads because he's the only two stars in the match and you could have easily had those guys win. They did try, mm. but mm. I mean, hey, we put you over in a Survivor Series match. It's like,
1: That's not going to get you over. And that yeah. finishing move is certainly not going to get him over.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely not. Backstage, Alberto Del Rio asked the Bellas if they want to go to a Mexican restaurant with them. I wonder if a white person wrote that line for them yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a guess there. There's a lovely Mexican restaurant, which is my favourite, being from Mexico. Johnny tells Del Rio to make sure he wins. What a fucking terrible promo.
1: Awful. And just like...
0: He's the champion, yeah, Del Rio! Yeah. Finally!
1: And there's something about Del Rio flirting with young women that makes me very uncomfortable as well. And then Johnny Ace is interrupting his uh, future stepdaughters here as well, which is also oh, so weird so to think weird. about. Oh, so weird! So weird. Getting into the hot tub together. Ah,
0: jeez. <laughs> like, you know we've went wrong here when we went from the title being stolen by CMO I'm going to be embarrassed at this, this title which means so much and here you have Del Rio who I mean depending on your point of view he's either justified or not to be he doesn't give a shit here he nah. really doesn't give a shit nah, of here. course he doesn't he's so under that spark is
1: gone yeah. yeah,
0: you can tell like between 27 and now he's not the same man he's kind of like I don't believe I'm getting my push anymore no he's
1: been putting up with some shite booking on his part
0: I think he's no longer putting up with shite he's just kind of collecting checks yeah. and that's pretty much it but a terrible promo like you know and they do this fucking thing as well where they cut away and Johnny A starts fucking texting they ended every fucking promo yeah. <laughs> it's not intriguing <laughs> who, it,
1: who could he be tweeting his him? friend I don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later but make sure you uh, you know win that match tonight I don't want to. uh surprises or anything like that I'm just going to order my Tesco shopping online. Uh, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking crappy coming up next a match that made me more excited than anything else on this show yeah, tonight yeah same have you got your words out and get ready to eat them because this is again a match which I didn't think I'd be ready for or be excited forever I'm so excited yeah the Big Show and Mark Henry are going to wrestle again fucking yeah and they've told us that the ring has been reinforced
3: Where is Big Show going? And now it's
4: Mark Henry. What are we seeing here? Oh, my! committed.
2: Says this, the way he says beams in <laughs> regard to reinforce the rings genuinely sounds like a couple of moments like he said beans <laughs> 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 so it really kept making me laugh just The idea of just like the, the, the ring just being full of beans, and as you know, today we've been subdued by baked beans, <laughs> <laughs> but not like we're gonna wrestle in like a paddling pool, but like literally, the ring. like everything's hollow and it's full of beans. <laughs> oh my god, he went right
0: through the ring, he's in the beans. <laughs> the video package treats the ring collapsing at uh Knight of Champions like it was in nuclear bomb. Yeah,
1: they talk about it like King of the Ring '98. Like,
0: like. Oh my god. The ring imploded! The ring imploded! Black and white! <laughs> <Yeah>. Buildings being <penunter. laughs> up It's an epic video package, though. So. It is. It's mad. Mark HENRY Really gets you excited. Fucking hell, Henry, had, what a run he had. Yeah. Here. Mm. And you want talk about ch- making chicken salad, chicken shit. Okay, Mark, it's your big run. Your feuds with the big show. He wouldn't be like, fuck it. I need, like, fast guys who can make me look big and strong. Young dudes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Such an epic video package. I was really excited for this. Obviously, the fans were excited for another reason. Because as soon as Mark Henry, who's been on a chair i been booked really fucking well... And all he gets straight away were sexual chocolate chants. And it was the first time on a big stage where they did that. And I remember at the time thinking it was very funny. And looking back now and being like, fuck it, you know what, it's two two veterans. And you know what, if you as fans are going to turn around on the one fucking thing that gets consistently booked and guys try hard Mm -hmm. and you're going to do that... What's the fucking point? He's been
1: waiting fucking years for this as well, to be at this point in his career, and now he's getting treated like this. There are so many
0: times in his career when he would have, like, yeah, fucking chant that at him. Chant that at him when he's fucking up his many pushes against The Undertaker, Kurt Angle, and whoever. Don't chant it here where he's literally been an
2: alchemist and turned chicken shit into
0: the most delicious, sumptuous chicken salad of all time.
2: Poor Mark Henry. The Daniel Bryan chants start almost immediately as
0: (laughs)
1: well.
0: Is there credence to the theory of you give them what
1: they want once and then that's it? Yeah, they suddenly expect everything. It seems like that, because this crowd is like the most entitled and sort of, oh, come on, no, no, this isn't what we paid for kind of crowd. Like They they seem to think they can run the show. I,
2: I don't think you can blame the crowd sometimes hmm. sometimes when the crowd just fucking decides they want to do whatever they want to do yeah but i think there's sometimes like the thing with Zack Ryder, where they, they dangle zach Ryder yeah. in front of them and then just pull it out as if they're taunting the crowd hmm. i think that then the crowd is fully you know fine to you know express to, that to opinion. express that yeah. their, their negative opinions of that the thing with daniel bryan he's 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 Mr. Money in the Bank at the time but he's he's injured as well. he's injured like I think that if you obviously you can't tell if it's going to go anywhere they're not just sidelining Daniel Bryan which they are doing until you know um, a few months down the line what always just reminds me of is remember back in like 1996 it was in like um, one of the ECW
0: documentaries where they did a thing where They were doing King of the Ring in Philadelphia and Foley was wrestling there as Mankind against like The Undertaker. And he did the whole thing that came out before the show and he cut a promo on them saying like, you know, I used to wrestle here and I hated it. And he basically was like, look, we know the fans are going to chant shit tonight. So let's just try in kayfabe to like let let them know that we know and then work around it. Okay. And they don't do that here. Like no. they could have had Henry kind of go, "Yeah, chant for Daniel Bryan," but Daniel Bryan's not here tonight. He's in the Hall of Pain. Yeah. Why, whatever the fuck it is, so you can kind of yeah. go look. He's not coming. They've addressed it. They're not insulting our intelligence. And use his... it for heat. Yeah. yeah. But instead, like, there's so many times here tonight. Like, Ziegler could have been like, you know, Zack Ryder's not here because he's he's not good enough. Yeah. yeah. So when he
1: does come out, yeah. then it's
0: even. But it just feels like they're nah do they they, have trust the guys to do that they're
1: more than capable of doing this because there's been so many times that WWE has shut down an unruly crowd like when um, in Chicago Heyman came out like I never thought that would work but it fucking did and that crowd shut the fuck up for the rest of the night they know how to do it and like you say it's as simple as have Ziggler slag off uh, Zack Ryder or have Mark Henry give out about Daniel Bryan being injured it's It's, such an easy fix for something like this it just seems like
0: that's such a like if you read any old wrestling book that's like uh oh Craig's gonna do this go out and cut a promo let's turn it into heat yeah and yeah. they don't do that here it's a real static fucking stagnant environment they've got Big Show with the fucking wrestling and the takedowns yeah, yeah. fucking hey I love that shit to D-Lo Brain Chance <laughs> happy the deal gets uh, some yeah, chance I guess, no idea why that's a tentative at best connection there. yeah
2: they're reaching
0: you're really reaching
2: we're gonna be chanting Mae Young next
0: <laughs> Big Show with an arm drag as well I fucking love this they start mat wrestling and the whole gimmick of this feud was that they were trying to do things that you wouldn't expect them to do Yeah, it's kind of Think outside the box a little bit. They certainly
1: do that in this match,
0: and they really they get nothing here from the crowd as a nah. result because they're not Daniel Bryan, and that's obviously Mark Henry's fault when he was yeah. born. Fuck it, he was Mark Henry, not Daniel Bryan. <clears throat> How dare he? How <laughs> the fuck going into business for himself like that? Henry blocks a choke slam and gets the world's strongest slam. With a kick out from the big show, and then we get splashes and big elbows by Henry. He's basically trying to finish off show the same way he did Last time. at uh, Money in the Bank. Show gets the OMG moment on the barricade and fucking smashes Henry through it. Like, I fucking, this is what you want to see these guys yeah. do. Yeah. Shit you don't expect them to do and shit you hope they will do. Yeah. Like fucking smashing shit up. They're big monsters breaking things. Love it. Narrowly misses the 10 count and they. Tease the superplex again And the crowd does Their ears prick up for that you know. I wonder if this was a case That the the fans were expecting Another gimmick finish to this Or Mm. something like that Big Show hits a superkick And what did the crowd do in response They start chanting for HBK They will chant for anything Other than the Big Show They literally will Like anything At least Mark Henry got One of his former gimmicks Chanted out That's kind of him Show goes to the top rope and people start standing up going, oh my God. And of course, Show takes so long they all sit down by the yeah. time he gets
1: to It's like, oh. But fuck this crowd. Like, Show is really trying his best to do something out of the ordinary and to make people like pay attention to him for once. And he's like... Fucking top rope elbow drop from that man. It was amazing! Yeah. Like, the ability of him to do that at that size. Like,
0: he could do shit like that when he was, like, 20. But, like, yeah. he's a lot
1: older and a dead lot older bigger you. But, like, the Definitely passed his commentary
2: treat him as well are, like, making fun of him a little bit yeah. as he's trying to climb try. up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But, like, making fun <laughs> of him because he's like, you're too big for that <laughs> show. Yeah. God forbid
1: he gets credibility in yeah. this world heavyweight title match for fuck yeah,
2: fucking. hell yeah fucking hell come on that's what
0: I like about this is like big shows like he's thrown caution to the wind he's gonna do stuff they couldn't normally do because he knows he has to do that to stop Mark Henry because he's a fucking threat does the top of elbow we get a kick out to which we then guess say Randy Savage chance. yep hey fucking hell guys I think what we've got here is a problem with the crowds they don't think they've come to wrestling they think they've come to a show where wrestlers will do moves and you're meant to chant the name of the wrestler <laughs> that did those moves. There's one guy chanting Steve Austin, but he's wrong because it was Randy Savage that did the elbow drop, was Fucking awful. Ball shot by Mark Henry. Ugh. It's a big show. And it really made this match feel flat because if you look and wrote down what these guys were going to do here on paper... Matt wrestling, fucking arm drags, going through the barrier, teasing the superplex. You know, it wasn't a long match. No, no. And you wrote all that shit down, you would have thought, you know what? We've given them more than enough here. Yeah. They will get heat from this ball shot and Mark it himself. But because Mm -hmm. the crowd didn't give a dick about Mm -hmm. this match, what they ended up getting was booze and go away eat yeah. and a flat flat finish and everyone who was writing up this match reviewing this match at the time they're all like eh, this wasn't very good and fucking hell these you lads know, was really, really good, fucking tried you know yeah. and everyone goes on about how Mark Henry had the fucking run of his career in you know 2011 yeah. fucking Big Shine doing too shabby no, himself Dick's two to Tango. it's him jumping off the top rope here tonight lads mm-hmm. Henry goes and gets himself a chair and Henry is so effortlessly cool when he's a heel. He gets the chair and he closes it over and he looks into the ring and he goes, You're going for a long ride, boss. (laughs) Fucking A. Show WMD's Henry, that's the name of his, uh... The (laughs) K.O. What's stronger, the Broke Kick? Or the KO. The WMD. The weapon of mass destruction. Because Big Show is... uh, He was in the army. Never.
1: (laughs) I actually love that punch. I think he does it really fucking well. He got it over. Big time.
0: Daniel Bryan gets a huge chance... No, Brian. Big Show showmanizes Mark Henry's (laughs) Henry.
2: Big dumb face on him here. He's putting the chair on on Mark Henry.
1: But it's
0: payback, isn't it? Because he goes laid out, money in the bank. He's coming back to do the same
2: thing. Yeah, he's pulling a Brayden Walker face. (laughs) He's doing like, knock, knock, who's there? Big Show. And I just knocked your leg out. (laughs) Out of your leg, you know? Henry's selling here is A number one. Yes. Fucking Love
6: it.
0: Do
4: you hear that?
6: Hello, man, let me. Move it again, I'll punch.
3: Stop! Big Show did say Mark Henry would not walk out of Survivor
6: Series. Because
0: he's like better than Big Show. He's going for the. (laughs) (laughs) He's just there and he's frustrated. When Mark Henry's sitting there, he's going, Stop! (laughs) No, you're you're pulling on it, stop! (laughs) Love it. Fucking love it. Because that is what an athlete would do if he gets injured. He's a fucking yeah. world champion. Yeah. He's had a fucking injury to his ankle. He's going to be pissed off. Yeah. And he is. Great. I thought this was a great match. Yeah, same. Yeah. You know what? I, I really enjoyed it. This is one of the few cases where I went back. And you know what? Ooh, in retrospect, that big show match was fucking awesome. Mm. Two shows in a row now where maybe yeah, really they've stolen the show. Doing I think. well Uh oh. Backstage, it's the Barrett Barrage. But Miz and or Truth, they're the awesome truth, don't you know? They interrupt them.
4: 25th anniversary of Survivor Series, Madison Square Garden, and Team Barrett is victorious over Team Orton. What's next for Wade Barrett?
0: Well, first of all, Matt, I think
6: I proved tonight that the Barrett Barrage is completely unstoppable. Now, as for the future. I've said from day one in this company, that the reason I'm here is because I want to be England's first ever World Heavyweight Champion. Really? Um. Really? Is that what tonight is all about, the Barrett Barrage? Yeah. I believe your American Charlie Sheen calls it winning.
4: This is the problem. The focus is everywhere, but where it should be—the Barrett barrage, the Hall of Pain, the most charismatic tag team of all time—the
6: most charismatic tag team of all time is standing right here, in the flesh. In living color. Why aren't we on the side of New York City buses? Stop what me. Why don't we have our own billboard in Times Square? No, it's Rock and Cena. I was out there. I was outside Madison Square Garden. I saw all those pigeons staring up at the Rock and Cena. I screamed at them pigeons. I said, hey pigeons. What? The Rocky Cena gonna lose tonight. What? You know what those pigeons said to me? What? Nothing. What? They're pigeons. What? Pigeons don't talk. All they do is crap. Exactly. With the Rock and Cena, a load of crap. Remember, crap is crap, and tonight, crap is gonna Thank get got.
2: Wade Barrett does Charlie Sheen yes. reference. He says winning. As Charlie Sheen would say. He he says, as
0: your American Charlie Sheen would say, winning. I have a funny feeling that line was written by an American. I mean, (laughs) it is the lamest ever.
2: What is our truth doing here? Like, first he starts, like, keeps he keeps repeatedly shouting, stop what in me. Don't what me! That's funny. I like that. Cutting a promo on shouting at pigeons <laughs> is the strangest thing I've ever seen. He cuts his big, long promo about, like, shouting at pigeons, then ends it by saying, and you know what pigeons said back to me? Nothing. Pigeons don't talk. Fuck off, Truth.
1: I thought you'd be all over this, Billy. I no. Thought this this
2: was wacky your... R-Truth? No, fake segment. I fucking hated. it. Really? No, That's a no, do not like it. I've never liked R-Truth. No. Never liked R-Truth. I mean, the fucking sad thing
0: is that like or truth you know, we mentioned this at the start of his gimmick when he turned heel, he was fucking like, he was vicious. He was evil. Mm. He was weird. And uh, he just became goofy. And it's kind of, you finally get a chance to work with The Rock like Miz and Truth are guys who within the last 12 months had heel heat mm. and did have a little something to the character Miz way more so than Truth and they finally get their chance main event big stage Cena Rock and both of them are kind of comedy caricatures of yeah. themselves at this point and the promo was basically why are we not important well if you have to ask that question
1: yeah it speaks
0: to the roster who I mean if not Miz and Truth yeah who would it have been who could know? they have put in that position do you know who Kevin Nash thought it should have been? Who? Him and Triple H.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's what he pitched that to Triple H. Grow up. Yeah, I thought fucking shit well at least it would have kept him away from Punk I guess though yeah. that would have been something
0: yeah of course he would have come down to the point where Nash figures that he should probably win the match <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to do it I man. should
1: fight The Rock at Wrestlemania
0: <laughs> well not really fight him but I won't show up <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might pick up some weights and get my check anyway like. I know they're doing the interaction plug they're mm. short definitely called the interaction now Yeah. coming up next WWE Championship on the line back to back world title matches how Mm. about that the two belts I don't I mean when they're not separate proper separate brands because Smackdown could appear on Raw at the time to fill that third hour it just it really made that world Heavyweight championship feel way less
1: important just the intercontinental belt now really yeah
0: more or less CM Punk versus Alberto Del Rio for the WWE Championship
4: ladies and gentlemen CM Punk is WWE Champion. Alberto Del Rio, Mr. Money in the Bank. Del Rio cashing in his Money in the Bank contract. Del Rio's Champion, Del Rio's Champion. Pure destiny. The last man standing with the WWE title on his hands was me, Alberto Del Rio. There's no one better than Alberto Del Rio in WWE, so you better get used to see me as a WWE champion for long, a powerful long, long,
3: long time. Alberto, I hate to interrupt anybody when they're talking, but I never received my one-on-one title shot after you cashed in your Money in the Bank contract on me. You got the cojones to put the title on the line against me? Losers
4: don't deserve title shots. Why don't you come and see me when you do something right?
3: Big Show versus
4: Alberto Del Rio. Del Rio has been absolutely relentless. Alberto Del Rio is not out cold. It's a simple yes or no answer. What do you say? What do you say? And I'm not going to let go until you say
3: yes to giving me my match at Survivor Series.
5: And I have a match at Survivor Series. You love oh I didn't
4: think you had the guts to come out of here and face me like a man. You better cancel that match, punk or I'm going to force you.
3: I've listened to you about your destiny, but for all of your destiny speeches, you don't really have anything interesting to say, do you? That Survivor Series, I'm not only going to beat you, I'm going to make the WWE Championship interesting again.
4: I am the WWE Champion. And you know how dangerous I
5: am.
6: I am the best in the
4: world. Not you, me. I will beat him Punk.
0: Come on, this match is over.
4: In fact, I don't think he's going to make it to Survivor Series. Del Rio punishing Punk. This industry
6: is better with me as a WWE champion. And I'm going to be champion for long,
3: long,
0: long time. Oh boy, Del Rio's lost his shine. Yeah. Destiny... Aww. He's kind of starts off being all excited about his destiny, and then he kind of starts referring to it like it's the video game Destiny. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like begrudging, yeah. but he's put so much fucking time into it. Oh, I might as well fucking yeah, Destiny. It's my
1: fucking Destiny, this. Just turning
0: it on, lonely Saturday, Destiny. Oh, <laughs> oh god, a fairly straight storyline. Yeah. As a matter of fact this is almost so straight they might as well just given Punk the championship Yeah. yeah. Alberto Del Transicione pretty much Punk got the match by putting him in the Anaconda Vice and that would not hold up in a court of law <laughs> he was under duress and in a submission move when he agreed <laughs> to the match I'm going to make the title interesting again that is what CM
1: Punk literally said about this yeah Fair enough. He is kind of burying Del Rio here, but I think, like, yeah. He's not—he's
0: piggybacking on WWE's burial of Del Rio. <laughs> How long has it been that Punk's not had the belt? We came back and he faced John Cena at SummerSlam. He won that match, but Del Rio cashed in straight away. So you're talking about maybe two months since Right, okay. Then. So not a long time at no. all. And pretty fucking boring in the meantime, mm. to be honest. Del Rio comes out in his car... Do you remember uh, John Cena when he feuded with Del Rio his whole thing? I know the name of that automobile. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you know, did you know that? No. Uh, there was a whole gimmick where John Cena and he finally feuded with Del Rio and his, his main point of attention was not that Del Rio was a selfish mean heel. It was the fact that he came out in all these cars all the time and uh, John, like Del Rio was like John Cena, you're nothing but a little peasant. I know the name of that automobile. That is a 1925 diddly fucking do. <laughs> what right, the I- but, I had
2: no idea what you were referring to. Then so I know the name of that that automobile. Then, like, I didn't for some reason it didn't come to my head that you could say, "Oh, it is this type of car." I thought you could say, "His name's Greg." <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it was like incensed that Del Rio would come out in all these cars. You just come out for Flash, not a true, not true car heads, not true, not true diesel nut, not a true petrol dick like the rest of us. <laughs> now I know the name of that automobile. It is a red car, <laughs> four wheel. Four wheels that it, it's four wheels but not four wheel drive. It's four wheels that and it drives but is not a four
1: wheel drive. I really wish we were reviewing this feud instead. Yeah, sounds, no sounds amazing. lol
0: spoilers, John Cena won. Yeah. <laughs> he, correctly, really? he, he correctly identified all of <laughs> John Cena. You will never guess the name of all of my automobiles, John Cena. You're just a peasant. Well actually, Ford <laughs> Toyota.
1: <laughs> the winner of this contest. And the owner of a new car. is <laughs> <laughs> giving away cars, John Cena. I know they have all your automobiles. <laughs> Every one
0: of them. Big CM Punk chance. Literally the only person so far who's been in the ring that they've chanted yeah, for. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second to last match of the night, folks. Mm. So CM Punk, to counteract that Del Rio's got his personal ring announcer, and I will say it, Ricardo Rodriguez, one of the best fucking gimmicks I just talk about com- ties the room together yeah, yeah. R- Ricardo Rodriguez is the rug of Del Rio's living room absolutely yeah. you don't pee on Ricardo Rodriguez for that very reason and it's such a great gimmick so Punk to counteract that is going to have his own personal ring announcer uh, Adam who did he pick to be his uh, ring announcer? he picked lovely
1: Howard Finkel it was really nice to see him again yeah. for a second it was so lovely yeah I would like to introduce CM Punk's personal ring announcer.
6: <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer, Howard
4: Finko. Oh, 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 yes, man. the Fink. Now you're talking about <laughs> nostalgia. <laughs> Give it up for the Fink, baby. All right, buddy. Glad he's been on the treadmill. Greatest greatest announcer of all time right here. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't wait to hear this man say my name when I first got here. Hall of Famer, that's right. (laughs) Is he (laughs) crying? I think he is. I always say, you definitely know you made it when Howard Finkle announces you, man, that, that, that was huge for me. We may never make the announcement, he'll let this go on all, all night. Oh, please. He's savoring the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
5: God.
6: Ladies and gentlemen. Oh
4: my God. Stop
6: the pain. Introducing
4: The Challenger. Oh my God. From Chicago, Illinois. Oh my God. Weighing 218 pounds,
5: C.M.
6: Punk! Oh, yeah. I bet C.M. Punk's riding in that joint. Like that, Hawk.
1: tears in his eyes, he was CM really... CM Punk's personal p- ring announcer. People were chanting for the thing, yeah, and were. cheering, and you could see he was getting genuinely... He was overwhelmed, he came yeah. out, and the tears straight away... And, and who like, can oh fucking blame him, like, when you get a reception like that, just for being a ring announcer? Well,
0: particularly as well, not only is it like, you know, Howard Finkel coming back after a long, you know, time not being there, and you know, think works for the company, he's the first employee of, of WWE, actually, he's the longest mm-hmm. serving one, but Madison Square Garden, that was... That's Fink's Fink's. Fink's place. That's his place. He was there fucking announcing those shows. I don't care what anyone says even to this day. Best announcer ever. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what fucking sucks so much about Fink? Do you know when he got the boot from the job? Do you know how old he was? Because he was told he was too old to do the job. You know how old he was? Forty-two.
1: For fuck's sake.
0: Forty-two. Come on. And you know what? He still looked like the Fink. It was a bald, yeah. small man. He would. That's you don't care. Nothing what, changed. If his voice went, fine. Yeah. That's... Now they've gotten rid of Jr. and King because of age. Mm-hmm. King was nearly It was the sixties. Jr. late fifties. So both of them were old. Yeah. Older. You could make some sort of. Even, I think that's ageist as
1: fuck,
2: to be honest. It is. I don't see it's... why it would matter in the roles that they have, how oh, old they are.
1: WWE, all about image and, you know. I, I mean, would, would JR... Vince R... McMahon, you're too old. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. off. He's he's not got an age, mate. <laughs> <laughs> age is just a number, God damn it. Ugh. But
0: with JR, the reason for him was because he was going to be play-by-play and he couldn't do all the WWE interaction shit, yeah. basically. Yeah. He couldn't do all the social media, all the plugs, all the network stuff. Da-da-da-da-da. Fine. King was coasting. Fink can still do it. Yeah. And you know what's really sad as well is that Fink knows all the fucking guys. Mm. You could probably get Fink out there right now and go, Fink, announce fucking Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder from the NXT you'd probably be able to do yeah. he knows everyone he's, he's an
1: encyclopedia s- he
0: is he's absolutely and it's so fucking sad now setting that all in place <sighs> what happens here is I actually think one of the saddest fucking things it's cruel yeah. the it's cruel, so cruel is a much better way to put it yeah because if you know I started the ITR podcast in the original run of the ITR pay-per-views We always felt bad for Fink. Mm. And not just because Fink always was put in these shitty situations, but because probably one of the earliest memories the three of us had watching wrestling together at the same time was fucking this. Fink being mocked and made fun of by
1: fucking Cole and Booker and Lawler. Not Booker, in his defence. Oh, really? But Booker, I didn't notice this until I watched it this time, he tries Booker's s- so, excited so to see hard, him. and he says like, That's my big homie! Fink is the greatest announcer of all time. When I came here from WCW, I was so excited to hear the Think say my name. Like, he tries his damn best to put Fink over. It's those other two miserable bastards... Because it's not just that they're not taking him seriously; they're like sneering and literally like, <laughs> like pointing and laughing. Because what at what
0: happens here is there is a screw up. Like, there's a miss, there's a miss timing. Because Finn comes out, he's overwhelmed, and he's like, "You ready?" And then yeah. he does he does his intro before Punk even comes out. When Punk comes out, he's like, "What the fuck happened?" It's and awkward. but... It is awkward, but. Right, before Fink even opens his mouth, he comes out and cold as a fat joke straight yeah. away.
1: He's got one in the fucking chamber yeah. ready to fucking go. They, no matter what Fink did, they were going to rip him apart. Like, they've so clearly sad. got a thing about him.
0: So fucking sad. How can you treat people who work with you? So loyal. Yeah. And if you've seen Legends House with Fink. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, he cries on that. Like, yeah. it's, it's fuck because everyone cries in Legends House. But when he talks about, like... They were all the time about stuff that's affected him and he talks about being bullied yeah. in, in wrestling yeah. and people saying that he'd never make it and he was a fucking dweeb and a goon. And you know what? It's so fucking sad that they treat him like that. You should be ashamed yeah, of themselves. Yeah,
1: fucking miserable. Because
0: that could have been a lovely moment. Because if you're coming yeah. back here to watch the fucking rock, who do you remember from the 90s? You remember fucking Fink. Mm-hmm. Ah, look at him. Ah.
1: He's crying because he's so emotional about being back in this wonderful arena.
0: Ah, he's fat as well. Ah, fucking shit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely pathetic. Uh, it took me a long time to warm to Cole after this. Yeah, because Cole's meant to be face here again, but geez, he seems like an awful fucking heel tonight yeah. when he
2: starts talking about think. I, uh, I very much do like the face though that think pulls uh, after he does introduce Punk because he pulls the same face that that Have You Ever Had a Dream Kid pulls? <laughs> After he finishes a sentence it. about wanting to do you so much you can do anything. <laughs> like He does pull that face like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Punk comes out, and
0: straight away Cole just goes, nice robe, you bum. Yeah. no it, it, It's
1: it, a it, hoodie, you fucking idiots. The second Punk appears at the top of that ramp, Cole, like, boom, going to start burying Born you in you now, the chamber? Away, like, immediately... Like I don't care. You need, yeah, you need to have a heel commentator or whatever. You don't fucking bury the guy the instant he appears on screen.
0: It's okay when Cole is getting his arse kicked week on week, but Cole is really turned, dialed it down at this point. You know, mm. he is not. You wouldn't notice him being a heel majority of, this, of tonight, and there it's like seems like taking a shot at Punk well like. yeah
1: and it's just like after that fucking business with Think, and then the second Punk comes out he starts on him as well I get the feeling that Cole was just enjoying being a dickhead and yeah. he was just having fun like taking the piss and it wasn't like he was doing it to get anyone over he was just having a good time like. it's
0: uh, it's kind of sad because this is like Punk's inauguration here tonight, essentially mm-hmm. and it's
1: straight away it's, it's all
0: wrong like. yeah. <laughs> it's all We're wrong all fucked up you know Del Rio's not into it crowd's funny all night the fucking thing would think he's like oh, just didn't like it Coke Cabana Chance early on. He's not here tonight. <laughs> he's not even in the company. No. <laughs> we want ice cream Chance early on. He's not here tonight either. <laughs> what the ice, ice, cream. from ice
1: creams from the Yeah. Did you notice a particular sign, Billy? I know you're a sign guy, so I thought of no, you. No, I didn't write down any it signs for this. One it had a photo of Punk, and it's underneath it, Cult of Personality. Next to that photo of Del Rio, underneath it, Cult of Illegal Alien. Grammatically doesn't make sense Also really offensive And I don't think that The legality of Del Rio's citizenship Was ever questioned was it? Like that's not a gimmick they ran with Was it Zeb Coulter? It's just a racist fan Like that's all there is to it Hire that man
0: (laughs) (laughs) I found this match terribly dull and I was really shocked about how quiet the crowd was for this match. Yeah. Because you start off with CM Punk chance. People always label the acquisition. Punk was not as over as he thought he was or as over as the internet thought he was. I think personally it's that people know that Del Rio's a fucking transitional champion. Yeah. He has no heat. John Cena knows the name of all of his automobiles. <laughs> like there's no way that he's a threat here tonight. Well
2: I think another thing about it is there's a great deal of people I feel saw the pipe bomb got you know, massively turned on by wrestling again. You know, they wanted to watch it, and then they started going to these pay-per-views, and then realized that they don't actually like wrestling. We anymore. had that a lot the age didn't we? I, that's what I think has happened. Is yeah. we got
0: loud lapsed fans in the
2: audience who actually never liked the wrestling. Part. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I think it is. Like they've got into their old wrestling fans who have like they've simply grown out of wrestling, mm. but they don't think they have. I mean, there's some shitty book in here tonight. And
0: this match has got you know mostly low-impact rest-hold moves. There's nothing... They never get out of second gear. But I can't recall ever watching a show at Madison Square Garden that had this low energy of crowd. Because yeah. Yeah. Madison Square Garden, even during the fucking dark ages, always you got the big pops, the big reactions, because it's New York. This is our fan base. Yeah. And they are not cheering... In the World Heavyweight Championship match or the WWE Championship match, I don't know. Makes makes for interesting viewing, I guess. I
1: think you you're onto something there with that theory about them all being lapsed fans that just don't like wrestling. But I do think that even if this was a, a crowd full of diehard wrestling fans they've not really been given a lot to care about. No, like, we haven't. Even here, like you say, it's, it's very obvious. Second gear. Let's go and see match. this match and let's just go see Punk win the belt because that's definitely what's going to happen. That's not enough of a reason to care about a main event match. No. Like, You're not
0: going to cut a pipe bomb in the middle of the match? Like, no,
1: yeah. there's there's nothing interesting going to happen it's in this, like, this
0: Does a move to Del Rio. As you lay there, as uncomfortable as <laughs> <the> button, <laughs> put it in the paintball! <laughs> Punk starts his comeback, which really makes no difference because there is no fucking heat here at yeah. all like macho man elbow by CM Punk Duh. Uh, I call this the imperfect clone of Randy Savage uh, elbow drop or the something's wrong Elizabeth elbow <laughs> drop <laughs> Punk tunes up the band yeah why why it's not your thing he right. tunes up the band and then he goes nah, and goes for the GTS <laughs> enough shameless nostalgic pandering yeah like cm punk literally if he beat fucking del rio over the head with a snes this is the closest he was (laughs) coming to just shameless pandering and i'm really shocked with that yeah fine randy savage okay grant
1: why Shawn michaels yeah then he starts doing the crotch chops and like the people's eyebrows i'm pretty
0: sure you don't like Shawn michaels if (laughs) i if i
1: recall correctly
0: like Del Rio counters the GTS into the cross arm breaker. And then he gets rolled up and Del Rio grabs the tights. Punk inks out of that as well. Cole makes some of these moments a lot better. Because even though he's not being an obnoxious heel, he's still like, he's got him, he's got him! Tap yeah. out, Punk! That kind of thing. He does give this a little bit more of a big fight feel than anything else here tonight. Punk gets in the Anaconda vice. Del Rio taps.
1: Forgettable. I've got to say that Anaconda Vice was one of the best I've ever yeah, seen it, it, the it's way a Del, Del Rio was like fucking going apeshit and then he's like p- face puts his fingers in Punk's nose and like starts wrenching and Punk's going mad as well like it looked excruciating this this didn't feel
0: like the big moment it should be no, no.
1: definitely not
0: and this is the star of Punk's title reign Yeah, the title reign
1: you want to have that Wrestlemania 30 fucking confetti and like Punk has done it he's here Like, but it's like hey he's champion again Seems about right, doesn't it?
0: Punk era begins, I guess.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Booker with the line of the night straight after Del Rio's tapped out. Del Rio was stuck up like a chicken and screaming like a little girl.
0: (laughs) What does that even mean? Not
1: a clue. Oh,
0: what I liked was Booker T's the most begrudging putting over CM Punk ever, which was, for all intents and purposes, CM Punk is that good. (laughs)
2: Imagine <laughs> with limited skill and ability, fucking hell. What, what I did like is Punk jumping into the crowd, into the fans, that was cool. as Fink
0: does the announcement.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No! Yeah. oh, that was awesome! His, I that. his grin getting bigger as the scowls on the security get bigger, yeah, it's like he's absorbing <laughs> that happiness. Punk
0: banging to fans, nice moment. You know, people were happy to see him win, yeah. Punk was over his face. But this match was not over, and Del Rio irreparably damaged at this point. I would say, mm. like when he came in, he was a he was a bully, he was a mean motherfucker, and it just feels like between Edge's retirement and everything in between, he's lost his. I don't know, he seems like another guy
1: here. Yeah, it's such a shame because, like you were saying, in the Builders of the WrestleMania 27, he was meant to have this sort of like big crowning, this is the new heel. Well, when kind he came of. out in 27,
0: they're talking about his fucking estate and how yeah. he's a pe- you know, and all that just goes away. Yeah. You know what happened to Del Rio? It really reminds me, you remember the time when Del Rio walked backstage and he talked to John Laurinaitis, and he just forgot to do his voice? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He goes from being, you know, Del Rio's in, in his fucking lovely robe in front of the gold fireworks, the picture of his estate is big fucking Rolls Royce going look at me Destiny to you wanted to see me Teddy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that like? what I mean, happened to him it's really really sad to see coming up next it's our main event of the evening as The Rock and John Cena take on the awesome truth in the battle of charismatic tag teams I guess mm. ugh
3: wonder whether or not he has butterflies. His very first
4: match in the World Wrestling Federation, Rocky Nivea.
5: Can he do it?
4: I heard 23,000 people screaming my name and that's what I was waiting
5: for.
6: Giving up's not the option, gotta get it in. With this, I got the heart of them, 20 men No deal, go to sleep in the lions, then strength dang face, kick gang days. See me running through the crowd from the melee. No trick blades, I'm Bill Gaze, take a genius to understand me. Everybody's talking about the rock and
4: Cena, Cena and rock. We are sick of it, we are sick of being underutilized. We are done without getting an opportunity.
6: Cena. Awesome truth will allow you to make it to the main event of
4: WrestleMania 28. The Rock and Cena on the same team just a few months before their opponents at WrestleMania. Can they coexist? Yo! yo. You can't see me. You're running around here looking like a big fat bowl of fruity pebbles. I wasn't talking trash
6: rock. I was talking truth. You left us hanging high and dry to play a fairy with a tooth. You can tell all the little Johnnies and all the little Rockies.
4: John Cena and the Rock are gonna get got a love the life
6: that we live
4: in. our R Truth, New York City and Madison Square Garden. And you watch the Jabroni beating, pie eating. Trailblazing, eyebrow-raising, ready to strike on the attack. Because The Rock is back! John Cena is just going to be a taste of what The Rock is going to do to you at WrestleMania. On the most anticipated tag team in history, John Cena, Teams of The Rock! NEVER BEFORE, NEVER
0: AGAIN 15 years ago,
1: there was a feeling This feeling that you're feeling? It's a real feeling This
0: feeling that you're feeling, John? Dib dab 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 (laughs) dab dab before? It's a real (laughs) feeling They make out that Survivor Series was a big fucking pivotal rock moment Right. At best, it was a false start, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he's the first one to tell you that. Like, yeah. Rock has always been very vocal about like how he was not accepted straight away and how he was pushed too quickly. And you know how his debut was not you know all it should be. It just it didn't really work. This whole clutching onto this, the Rock and Survivor Series are not synonymous.
1: No, they're telling the fans something that is patently not true, and everyone knows it's not true. You can't just make it up now and suddenly expect everyone to buy it. Like,
0: you want to use a fucking big one out in Survivor Series? He won his first championship at Survivor yeah, Series '98, yeah. yeah. Deadly Games. Maybe run that, with that instead. Run with that instead. And then we have them uh, taking on, according to the according to the video package. Two men that personify disarray, the Miz and Or Truth. Ooh, disarray! They're gonna put things all out of place. Your knickknacks will never be the same again. Raw Truth hates knickknacks. <laughs> it was very smart, I will say, to hype WrestleMania using Survivor Series. Yeah, yes. I,
1: I get the logic behind all of this. Because
0: Survivor Series, if they didn't do this, it would have just been. L fucking shot yeah. they probably would have put John Cena in a triple threat with Del Rio and that would have been it really Miz and Ortruth truth May would have done another Survivor Series mm. thing with them Ziggler wouldn't have had to pull Double Duty Hunico yeah. wouldn't have been on the cards Yeah. but if you are going to, I mean it's easy to forget about Survivor Series so if you're going to use it fucking use it to promote Wrestlemania I guess the Cena rock promos over the past few weeks and months leading into this they've been getting more and more intense And they're getting more and more like on the nose. You've got Cena now talking about you know Rock. Didn't you say you were back forever? You know, and uh, you know you you live via satellite making fun for that. You know they were getting on each other's tits for lack of a better term at this point. And Vince always has thought that's the best way to get a feud going. Mm. He knew that. Brett and Sean didn't like each other Yeah. but regardless of the fact he put them against each other in segments where he knew they would turn the buttons Play and off turn off the dials other. and that's exactly what they were doing here as well Awesome Truth come out and uh, they do a little dance yes.
6: <sighs> New York City and everybody all over the world we
4: dedicate this song to you it's entitled You Suck It's the Remix
2: Miz has just become you Tim saw. Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> like, introducing, like, the new rap god. Oh. And they do a little remix of, uh... Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
1: So, the truth has set me free. <laughs> 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 You suck. Yeah, I've never seen a moment in WWE perfectly sum up that whole homogenized, cringy PG era feel that everyone wanted to get away from for so long. Like this, like the promo that opens up with, there was a feeling 20 years ago and then followed by two fucking jabronis that come out and do a little dance and a rap to try I gonna see Daniel eony. Bryan
0: like angrily talking about this on Talking Smack like that's just what this little bit felt it's like it's so yeah.
1: cringy and it just really sums up 2011 so well I think you suck what I mean that is really yeah you're putting these two over they're meant to be killers
0: they did a thing where at hell in the cell where they locked themselves inside hell in the cell with like the people who are in the match and they like fucking destroyed everyone had the whole roster come out trying to open up the cell because there was no key and they were in like hoodies and all this shit and then like you know the police took them away and they straight away they like surrendered and all this shit like they were fucking anarchists and here they are you suck you suck the good or truth is gone. I don't like none, y'all. Anyhow. You suck. You suck. You suck. It's awful.
1: I
2: wish they came out to you by strapping young lad.
1: That would be such a better moment. The really sad thing is, the second that their rap dies down, and that's like their entrance to try and, you know, get everyone booing, the second their rap is over, Cena sucks, Chance. Like, they're not <laughs> yeah. even the heels in this no, match. No, absolutely like, not. People
0: don't care. I don't want to come to and go, Hey, everybody, this is the remix
2: you sir why does truth have jimmy proof written on his <laughs> trousers what does that mean because it's written on his ass Mate, hey, the good or truth is gone
0: okay he don't Jim- like none y'all because
2: jimmy was like it was originally like just a thing like it was a representation of fans little jimmy like the it, little kids I yeah and yeah. then it became his actual
1: invisible boy invisible
2: boy that <laughs> yeah. he had yeah I, i'm this is... What is Jimmy now? Because he obviously needs protection from Jimmy on his ass. No,
1: he doesn't. He's Jimmy Proof, mate. Yeah. He's already protected.
0: <laughs> so no, is Jimmy it... Proof just sounds like the name of a really dodgy DJ is... from Northumberland? <laughs> 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 ah, Jimmy Proof. Then the weekend, gonna do the disco. I that. just
2: can't help but feel with it written on his ass that he thinks. That... Does he turn into Kevin Bacon from Hollow Man? Wow,
1: that's the most specific
2: point of reference. I don't understand it. The reason why he says he's Jimmy Proof is basically before
0: he used to pander to all the kids in the audience the little Jimmys, whereas now, because the good Or Truth is gone, you not like none y'all anyhow, he's Jimmy proof. The little kids don't affect him. But I think that they do. I think they're getting his goat a little bit, if I'm honest. There is lies the hubris of Or Truth the Miz. <laughs> I was very surprised they let the Miz within a thousand yards of this song after his last go at
1: it. Had he done it before?
0: Oh, no, you've not seen that when R-Truth was the face? No. Uh, Miz tried to come out and do his like a version of his rap. It's like, oh, I'm going to show you our truth And he comes out and he li- after literally the first line, he forgot it. And he just stood there, but he knew he was the heel. So he was like, he had a mean look in his face. And
1: he's like, <laughs> I don't what the fuck he said to say. Our truth you're a damn fool. <laughs> Miz beat you like a government mule well I don't like you <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking massive boos for John Cena big pop for The Rock who as instructed earlier they chant boots to asses yeah. all night long New York City <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> well, 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 well 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 Cena hugs Arnold Scarlin's widow at ringside fucking power play right there nice. hugging the sole surviving member of Vince McMahon's father's inner circle who's since passed very classic. Yeah. The rock. I'm going to say it right now. Looks phenomenal. And fucking. Um, from the offset. He's the first guy resting here. He is phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to agree. I didn't want to think that. I didn't want to feel that way. Because I feel so sour about the rock at this point in time. But 100% agree. Shitty
0: goatee aside. He looks probably better than he's ever looked in his entire career. Mm-hmm. And he is faster he seems s- smoother. Mm-hmm. Now, I was blown away when I first saw this. and I thought, oh, maybe it was just the fact I hadn't seen him so long. And, you know, going back and even watching it again after watching quite a bit of Rock you know, recently with all the, mm-hmm. the, the stuff in the OutShare podcast, I was like, no, he, he is better here than ever. Because yeah. he's doing stuff here. Like, it's the fundamentals done so well. Like, fucking, you know, arm drags, historical cradles. Like, yeah. real, like, kind of stuff you'd expect him from... You know, Bunk ain't doing fucking historical cradles and arm drags that quick and smooth at this point. Um, yeah.
1: You know? And it shook me up as well because I, I always had it in my head remembering this match. Like, I was telling my friend about it I was like, oh, I've got to fucking watch the main event now. And it's just 20 minutes of John Cena in the ring and then eventually The Rock gets tagged in for like two minutes at the end. Fucking way wrong about yeah. that. I don't yeah. know where I got that impression. Rock does a fair share of wrestling in this match.
2: I was kind of hoping after this moment where The Rock has this great start but Cena was going to get on the mic adjust his hat and say, Fine wrestling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think The Rock here is, like, objectively, like, as a wrestler in ring, he's better. Yeah. And a lot of that, I guess, could be put down to the fact, though, that Truth and Miz were training with The Rock. The Rock had his own private ring and gym and he was intensely... Preparing for all of this, mm. like really, really intensely preparing. He had uh, Curtis Axel was actually the one who was helping him one on one. He was like his his sparring partner, for lack of a better term. But of course, The Rock, as we all know, wakes up at three a.m. eats a load of pancakes, clanging and banging, clanging, clanging and, bang- and banging. And then The Rock went down on the set. G.I. Joe: Rise of Cobra, driving a fifteen-ton tank, fucking. <laughs>
1: Booker T, in the first two minutes of this match, fucking completely gives the game away. Yeah. Like he literally says, forget about Miz and Truth, this is about The Rock and John. <laughs> fucking hell, man. You know, I'm really excited for WrestleMania 28, everyone. <laughs> He's just been shooting all night long.
2: Yeah. I also uh, really like the, uh, the crowd's reaction to uh, The Rock and John. Yeah, because like they're chanting like immediately like you still got it at the yeah. rock and he does he still got it and then as soon as Cena comes <laughs> in it's like, you still suck mate <laughs> so you getting you still got it you still suck feel, all the way through the match makes me laugh maybe it's because this is like 2016 Kevin looking back here
0: now where you know the last. The last two years, I have just completely turned around on Cena. Mm Yeah. Because I'm someone who was like, you know, back in 2007, 2008, if Cena won the main event, I thought the the pay per view was was shit. Yeah. I thought Royal Rumble 2007 was the worst Royal Rumble ever because John Cena came in as a surprise. And I was that upset he was back early from injury. It was ruined. And I don't know if it's the AJ Styles and Kevin Owens and the Open challenges. And, you know, seeing him do so fucking well on his own terms. You know, he's so fucking great in some of the movies he's in. He's fucking funny. He's personable. He's really managed to overcome the shit he got from the fans in a way that I never thought possible. None, yeah. But I couldn't help but feel bad for Cena here. Because at the time, I was like, this is what I, want. I wanted. This. Yeah. I wanted someone from the outside to come back and tell this fucking idiot that he fucking sucked. Yeah. And John Cena... You know what? I think he got such a hard rap here, mm-hmm. and he acquits himself. I just love that everyone's chanting at Cena like that, and he's just there with a smile on his face. Fucking love this. Don't know
1: how he does it. Like I was, I felt so bad for him in this match, but he didn't even need any sympathy, like because it no. doesn't bother him. He's such a pro. Like he just doesn't doesn't let it get to him in the slightest. But you know what's so interesting
0: about this? Everyone in this arena is booing the fuck out of Cena, and you could literally look at the time who sold the most t-shirts. Not on WWE.com in that arena, John Cena. Yeah. So what's going on there, yeah. you know? I think this was at the point where there were people who were kind of doing it because it was, like, a bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think everyone in the audience truly had blood in their eyes for John Cena at that point. I don't know, I could be wrong, but I just feel like... Jesus, I feel bad for hating
2: them so much. I think it's just become the done thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, you've got some people, like, wearing Cena shirts. It's obviously Boo Cena, because that's what everyone else is going to do. Especially, it's, like, it's, like, you know, it's like a group thing. You know, everyone's doing it. I felt like...
0: I'll tell you this is one of the most embarrassing moments in my life. But when I went to the Hall of Fame WrestleMania 25, I was having a fucking great time. Because when the wrestlers were coming in, we got in really early. As all the wrestlers came in, people would boo or they would cheer. And we were interested to see what wrestlers are going to Play up the gimmick of their character. And like the ones who were like fucking shit, you know, the wrestlers who weren't, you know, into fucking wrestling, they weren't reacting. The ones who were really into though, like Cody Rhodes, for instance, he stopped and he looked indignant up at the people who were booing him, like, how fucking dare you, I'm Cody Rhodes, I'm here at the Hall of Fame. When John Cena came out, me and my mates sort of went, fucking John, uh, uh, fucking hate John Cena. And the people in front of us went, just sit down. Like, don't it's not what this night is about and oh, i was we were both bright red like yeah. oh jesus
1: oh god that's what horrible have we,
0: what have we become like you know i just i don't know as well if it's doing h wrestling and seeing like new fans just be like john Cena is so awesome how did anyone ever hate him but i just feel here it's like the he's in the middle of the fucking minefield yeah. you know yeah. really really fucking is there's some great exchanges with Rock and Or Truth as well, with Truth doing loads of dives. The yeah. Rock just fucking smacks him, once yeah. Truth is doing like his backflips and all that. Everyone should practice their matches. Like everyone should like do a few dry runs. It pays yeah. off, doesn't it? It's so, so it. smooth this
1: match. Even though like that's all well and good, but they still waste way too much time with Rock and Cena just like mugging at each other. Just like so many moments, they just sort of stop what they're doing, and Truth and Miz are just sort of stood there like yeah, waiting can we uh, wrestle please yeah when Rock and Cena are just pulling faces at each other for five minutes at a time I mean
2: to their credit there are a couple of moments where they do capitalise on it but mm. there's too many where they don't
1: yeah they're just stood there like jabronis because like.
2: especially as their characters have you know been shit weasel heels
1: yeah they should be taking advantage of this kind of stuff and at
0: one point do they go these two can't stand each other yeah. me and you know Truth were fucking tight no never no. never once they're just like we should win I fucking loved as well. The Rock hit the fucking Kenplex. A bridging Kenplex as well. Oh my God. And the ultimate heel move. And the only way he could possibly get any heat here tonight. The Miz calls for The Rock to tag in John Cena. Because he wants Cena. Yeah. What a heel move. (laughs) Fucking love it. You can wrestle, Chance. For the only man in the ring. Who had a five star match to his name. To this day, by the way. He can't wrestle, apparently. He's mad. He had a pharaoh goal, but anyway, with limited skill and ability, John Cena has managed to. John loves it, guys. That's what all the commentators are saying. I don't know if he loves it.
1: I don't. I wouldn't go that far, no.
0: John loves his big checks. Yeah. He gets, in spite of this, but yeah. I don't think he loves this. Truth comes in and thrusts his cock at John Cena. I don't know why he did that because no, he wasn't doing it on TV. he Just did it here tonight. It's not his gimmick. Nope. John Cena does "You Can't See Me" to The Rock. Oh! And then Awesome Truth gang up on John with uh, Truth working over Cena. Truth turns to the crowd and screams, "Take that, little Jimmy!" And then one fan you can hear go,
4: "Yeah! Show those pigeons who's
0: boss!"
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's got one fan in the audience. Like,
0: the Booker T just randomly tear and bury The Rock. No. This guy's gonna be, this is The Rock. He is really selfish. What?! Yeah, he said The Rock was really selfish. He likes to win, like, all the time and straight away Cole and King were like what are you talking about and he's like I mean oh dear and then they're like he beat you every single time you wrestled oh no and then Booker just goes goes quiet oh man rock is really selfish that stings fucking hell Truth have no fucking heat and they're so below the level like even when they're in the ring with these guys they're not getting the rub. at all no not at all it's doing nothing for them and when they're working over Cena which seems like forever, it was total silence. We get the desperation attitude adjustment. I do not like when someone's finishing move is a desperation move to set up for someone being. tagged. <laughs> yeah. Pillian's yeah. finisher, maybe he can turn this thing around. Yeah. He should
1: end. It's a finisher thing. for a reason, right?
0: Like, this is not peak finisher mania. No. That's a few years after this. WrestleMania 29, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <one>? <laughs> They do the usual tag with the ref doesn't see it gimmick. You know, real old school stuff here. Mm. Very basic formula. Double teaming John Cena. And then we got the hot tag to the Rock Cleans house. Rock bottom to truth. He just does all his shit. Does the shit shooter to the Miz. Real fast and smooth. Spinebuster, people's elbow, that's it.
1: There you go, yeah. Just
0: pins Miz after that. Fucking hell, that was definitive. It was a yeah. raw main event, really. The Rock rips out Miz's heart, eats it, pisses on him, <laughs> throws him into a burning pit at ringside. <laughs> Rock bottom to chump Cena as well. Yeah, take that, John Cena. Yeah. This match, what do you think?
1: It was laid out like a decent raw main event. And it had nothing else going on at all. It oh. did no favours for Miz and R-Truth, that's no. for sure.
0: I mean, I, I agree that it's like a Raw main event, but I will say this couldn't have been a Raw main event. Oh, yeah, know like, it, it shouldn't yeah. have
1: been. It was definitely... I get why it was the main event, and it was worth it just for the excitement of, it's The Rock's big in-ring return. Like it felt like first a house match. show booking in a way. Kind of did, yeah. Here are the
0: nasty heels. are not really a threat. Let's have some fun here tonight, yeah. folks. I don't know. What do you think of it, Billy?
1: Imagine
2: how exciting the main event of Wrestlemania would have been if roof and The Miz won. And these two had fucked each other over somehow. Yeah. If they'd fucked it up and then one of them took the pin.
1: Yeah. Like Cena accidentally fucked up or something didn't tag yeah. Rock in when he should have.
2: And imagine how much better the, the main event would have been mm. if we had this, but they fucking lost to the Miz and R truth. Yeah. Because they were so caught up in each yeah. other's shit.
0: But unfortunately they were just playing it like it's same old it's WB, by the numbers. Two yeah. by the numbers, two safe, cards close to the chest. Mm. You're not gonna turn to the Rock and be like, Actually Rock, we've got a really weird idea here tonight. Why don't you take the pin or John take the pin? What's not going to happen unfortunately no. and that's what happens when you have got a fucking Grand Canyon in terms of credibility yeah. between there were no other heels you know if it wasn't these two it was going to be Ziggler and Sir Jack Swagger Jesus Christ Jack put over the Muppets on Monday so he couldn't do the job <laughs> for The Rock unfortunately <laughs> What did you guys think of Survivor Series 2011? I will point out for the record, this only did 40,000 more buys than the previous year. Wow. So while The Rock definitely pulled WrestleMania 27 up by the bootstraps, and it's certainly that for 28 as well, they both broke a million buys when normally they wouldn't have. This
1: only got like 280,000 buys. That's so interesting, considering he wasn't even wrestling at WrestleMania. That's
0: it. And I mean, I'm not someone who's ever big on like, oh, buys or everything. But if The Rock is here for that purpose, mm. you know, whatever he says, that he's there to be like, look, Boots to asses all night long. Also, look at the impact on
5: business.
0: (laughs) 40,000 buys, that's within the normal parameters of a good year and a bad year. Mm. You know, a good show and a bad show. And if The Rock, never before, never again, all the high billboards everywhere, they hyped the shit out of this.
2: Didn't really move the dial. No. I I think it's because WWE have this idea that it's all about the main event. Mm. Yeah. You've got to have. You've got to have your starter. You've got to have your main before you have the card. Yeah. You've got to, you know, you can't. You've got to have a card which looks good. Yeah, you've got the rock, which a lot of people want to see. But if that means you've got to fucking sit through John Morrison and Ziggler and Team Barrett versus Team Orton. Yeah. What's the point? They're not gonna fucking do it. Yeah.
0: Weird crowd all night long. Mm. Like for Madison, you could have. You know, if I couldn't recognize the building from the structure of it, I yeah. would in no way to Square Garden. And, like, I guess it just shows, like, the product wasn't hot. No, yeah. I think it was Not just,
1: like, I normally would rag on a crowd for being so shitty, but I think the product at, at 2011 was so tough to be invested in. And I would they, probably they had be their, the same way as them if I was there, to they, tell you the truth.
0: They had their chance at, you know, Money in the Bank. That's the product. Yeah. The product was hot then. Yeah. And this is, like, the hangover after that, where people are like, oh, it isn't actually going to be Still different. WWE. I have a funny feeling that that Ring of Honor invasion is not going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's just like it was a bit like back to reality. Yeah, CM Punk's just another guy. Yeah, he's champion. He ain't in the main event, no. nor will he be until mm-hmm. The Rock comes back again to face him. Oh. So you know, it's interesting. I think I still think it was worth doing, even just because it was nice to get. I don't think The Rock's first appearance should have been at Wrestlemania WrestleMania. I do think because it was a year long build and they needed to come up for air at one point because really at this point if they hadn't done that they were in danger of running out of steam because people were saying you're mad to do a one year build and if they didn't do this they would have been right you know so I'd say on that front I can't fault them this was a dreadfully dull show, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. awful,
1: awful, absolutely terrible. Did you? You
0: saw this one live? Did
1: you? Yeah, yeah. We watched this back in the day when I just got into wrestling again. <laughs> did
0: you regret getting back into wrestling after seeing? Yeah,
1: it was. It was just one of these things that it felt like such a slog. Like at this point, I was invested enough in Punk and also intrigued by the John Cena and Rock build. That I was like, well, I've at least got to make it till WrestleMania, so I need to try and keep myself involved in wrestling yeah, yeah. until Mania. But it was fucking tough. Like when you just. You're not given anyone to care about. And the guys that I did care about, like CM Punk, a few months yeah, back, yeah. oh, he was the best thing ever. And now I'm just watching him like, yeah, he beat Del Rio like we all knew he would. Like, <laughs> he sure did. What would right? he do? Yeah. Like, it was really yeah. tough to watch.
2: I do recall, but it got better though, because the Royal Rumble was the first pay-per-view I came back to the following Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I remember that Royal Rumble and the Elimination Chamber both being good pay-per-views.
0: I remember them being, in uh, an the Nation Chamber, being particularly, surprisingly good. And yeah, absolutely. Like, so it
2: does does get better. I, mean. I have very fond mm. memories of what's
0: coming next because I, I, in the back of my mind, there's a big thing saying, WrestleMania 28 is fucking awesome. Mm. I had that in my head and I wonder if that's because by comparison, 27 was so shit. That I'm like, no. Because yeah. I remember not liking 29, but 28, I remember being fucking a huge proponent of at the time so it's going to be interesting because that is our next uh, yeah. our next point yeah. we're going to be going to WrestleMania 28 once in a lifetime Aster- <laughs> <laughs> Asterix, <laughs> a- excellent joke guys <laughs> <laughs> Asterix, a very large asterix, so big that you don't even know that it even says once in a lifetime anymore it's just WrestleMania 28 <laughs> Asterix, what were your thoughts match of the night MVP
1: Adam match of the night i'm easily gonna say was henry and show because you want to talk about a match that i was like when it was coming on and the package as on i was like i'm strangely hyped for this like I, they had a good match before and i think i want them to do another match like, yeah you know normally i'd be like oh mark henry and show had a good match let's leave it at that let's not <laughs> let's not risk it again just yeah, in yeah, case yeah, yeah. but that was fucking great and i was so fucking. i want to say proud of big show for like performing the way he did like yeah. you know at his age, at this point in his career, he doesn't have to be going and pulling Literally, out stunts like that. you're
0: an established, over giant. Yeah. The last thing you should, or needs to do, is, is do that. I thought it was a very selfless thing to get yeah. the match over. I
1: thought that was great, and in a show like this, that was a really pleasant surprise. MVP, despite all the ragging we've done, I'm going to have to say The Rock, just because, like, at this point in time, so fucking sick of this guy coming out and doing his long, shitty promos, and, Dissing John Cena with his childish insults, but then he gets in the ring and he proves that he actually is still like one of the best ever because he is the rock, and you can't take that away from him. He's kind of like almost sitting there, kind of
0: going, Well, you know, someone prove that you're better because yeah. it really did feel like no, a genuinely, showed, yeah. You know, WrestleMania 27, there was that big issue of here's the rock on the pedestal, and everyone just seems mm. so far away in terms of star power and then he gets in the fucking ring and he outshines most people Again. in the ring yeah. and in terms of presence and star quality. It's, yeah, interesting. Billy, Match the Night MVP?
2: Um, it's strange, because I, when I watched it, I wrote down some stuff for my MVP and Match of the Night, but I've now changed my mind by talking about it.
1: last minute decision.
2: Because um, originally, my Match of the Night was Del Punk. Really? And just talking about it now I realised it wasn't very good I hope yeah. the peer pressure like
0: we hated it so <laughs> and, you then, feel and
2: then MVP was punkus and, and I just again I don't think that is the case anymore yeah. I do think i talking about it is to echo Adam uh, I think match of the night was show Henry yeah. I do think that was the best match of the night and for MVP I, I would, I'd be inclined to give it to the both of them as well because yeah. I haven't watched the Money in the Bank match that you watched Yeah. I haven't watched that pay per view so this was my First time seeing what you guys were talking about by Henry and show just going insane. Mm. The unexpected start play. Like, so yeah. I'd like to give MVP to both of them. Awesome. Nice. Really, really surprised. Yeah. Really, really surprised. It,
0: it's, it says something when the match of the night has been given twice now to a match that ended in a ball shot. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> really says a lot. I mean, for me, I'm going to have to go MVP with the Rock for yeah. you know, reasons just discussed. It is very interesting that imperfect Rock, who you know he's better in the ring, I think he's a lot worse in terms of his clarity and his humour, and he's, he just seems a bit out of touch on the mic. Whereas in the Edge there, it felt like you give that guy a mic and he could talk for days, yeah. and it felt like there was like a panicked quality to what he was doing. When you're listing your catchphrases, yeah. and you're literally going, "Remember." You know, you know, as Tony Soprano said, the, the lowest form of conversation is Remember When, which obviously makes our podcast obsolete in the, the, <laughs> in the eyes of the New Jersey Mafia. But, I mean, it just felt like The Rock, it was a little transparent. And, you know what, you can kind of go, well, if you're a new fan or a young fan, you're not going to know that. But he is reaching out to the older fans. who have been there before. And I'm pretty sure most people would look at this and kind of go, you are trying a little bit too hard. Yeah. If you can imagine, like Austin or Hogan or any other wrestler, going, Remember, yeah. Remember three hundred and sixty. What? Remember when I kind uh, of whoopass. You know, re- remember, remember me, yeah. please. Remember me. Then he remember he start, me. And he
1: starts singing "New York, New York" straight afterwards. You like, know,
0: you Andre know. the Giant, Frank Sinatra, Old blue <laughs> eyes. You know, all that being said, no one came close. Mm. And I must say, it's made me really appreciative that even though maybe some can make some arguments about, you know, the roster being pushed to his fullest ability and problems with three-hour shows, yada, yada, yada. But I do think their overall presentation of their wrestlers is a lot better now. Mm. Like, it felt like they were saying in so many words here tonight, whether intentional or otherwise, this guy's a fucking jabroni, you know? What was the point of saying that about Jack Swagger if not to bury the man? Yeah. Fucking the
1: entire women's division. Morrison, women's
0: division, Zach, fucking everyone was yeah. getting shots fired at them they were like yeah that kind of shit and you know what that's mean you yeah. know whereas now I feel like they're a little bit more protective of yeah, their guys. Sure. but man five years is a big fucking time huh like things really change I don't remember being this bad mm. match the night I will probably say is Cena and Rock against Awesome Truth because again I just had the real surprise mm. of you know Rock doing you know such amazing shit and I thought that truth really you know, it was like his only, one of his two main events he's ever had and I thought that you know he was entertaining here and he probably guaranteed that he was going to be around for a bit while longer mm. but that's a begrudging match of the night a begrudging MVP yeah. <laughs> I fucking hated this show yeah. I, I had to watch this in like 20 sittings. I couldn't get through it all <laughs> at once
1: painful
0: but our next up is Wrestlemania 28 and thank you so much for seeing this episode of the Outer Terror Podcast and as always if you're listening on SoundCloud iTunes Or on Stitcher Radio. Make sure you leave a rating or review and subscribe. Go back and check out all our other episodes. We are currently reviewing The Rock's return to WWE in 2011. But we did review all of the Attitude Era. Go check it out. Lots of bonus episodes in between. Adam and I will be continuing our Summer of Punk bonus episodes as well. So we get to look at Punk's Rise in a little bit more detail. It's a bit of a sidestep for Main Timeline. People who are asking me about us adding our podcast onto Google Play... I have tried many, many times to get around the fact that Google Play is not doing podcasts in the UK as of yet. I really want the podcast to be there because I'm aware that a lot of people are using that now as their main podcast place. Just so that you know, I'm trying my dangest. Google are no selling it. It's not here yet. If you are able to offer me a workaround or have any ideas, please tweet us at podcasts, Send us a message on Facebook.com. Forward slash attitude, our podcast, and go to those places and like and follow respectively because you know we do lots of nice stuff there as well.
1: If you would like to see some more visual content, go to vimeo.com forward slash a podcast and you will see some of the greatest moments of the podcast put to video. Things including our Grunt Hall of Fame where I detailed just about every Grunt of the Night, I think, in one long Grunty video. That was a fucking cathartic video. Yeah, I've got a terrible feeling I've missed a couple after, you know, so I'm worried that I'm gonna have to go back over it again oh, with a fine-tooth comb. digital technology. The director's cut of all the Grunts. Had <laughs> a few
0: do-backs in there with, <laughs> you know, with, kids, you know, with the old sleeper yeah. hole, like, you know? <laughs>
1: Ho ho ho! It's Christmas. You should get your friends and family some wonderful gifts from us here at the Aachi Podcast. Hello. If you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash AE Podcast, you will find some wonderful designs straight from the Aachi Podcast. And buying one of those would make not only a perfect holiday gift for the AE Podcast fan in your life, but you'll know that you're helping out the podcast monetarily as well.
0: And if you want to support the podcast and get access to some juicy bonus monthly patron only content, you can head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash AE Podcast. You become a $1 backer, you get access to our maddening show notes. You get to see things like me writing, This is a fucking stink show in capital letters. <laughs> For $5 to get access to the Smackdown crawl, me and Adam are going to be doing monthly reviews of all of Smackdown. Uh... Hey, you're fucking uh now. There's some gold in them there, Hills. That you know and I know Starting all the way back from episode number two of Smackdown, because we did do the pilot as a bonus Alrighty. episode. For $10, you get access to our monthly live stream and q and as we play some video games and answer your questions. And for $20, you can become a VIP member of the Glag A community and get access to all of our existing audio commentaries, which are available from selfie.com slash podcast for free. You get all future commentaries for free and discounts on any and all future merchandise as well as some fun little gifts and stuff along the way. Let us know what types of things you'd like to see on Patreon guys and thank you everyone
2: who supported us so far as we're just starting off this new endeavour. And finally, if you are a stuff and things merchant like myself, head on over to MatthewsBotchamania.com for fine stuff and things. (laughs) That was most professional one
0: today. Yeah, it was very clear (laughs) and concise. I just love
1: the idea of people that have only started listening to the podcast recently. And they just think that you're just a complete lifeless shell. <laughs> You've never even been on Botchamania. Coming up
0: next on BBC Radio 4, stuff and things. Like, Botchamania.com.
2: You have no idea how hard it was for me then, because as soon as I mentioned being a merchant, I just imagined me, like, selling Botchamania out of, like, spice like, barrels in Arabian markets. <laughs> what are you buying? <laughs> That's a nice website, stranger.
0: <laughs> 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 You've got a good eye. Wrestling's not just for watching, wrestling's for looking at people fuck up. Well. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Adam Podcast. It's a goodbye from me, Kevin. And me, Adam. And me, Billy. And we will see you next time when we're going to review
2: WrestleMania 28. Tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: No second chances.
4: Every time that you stand up. Another chance to fall hey. Cause it's a deadly game play. That we play as we live our lives. When we say what is on deadly our mind, Deadly And now before the game is over <laughs> 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 Yeah,
5: man. Quiet
6: Money once again, AZ Back in the fangers through the new regime. Each one teach one, take time to beat some. The young speak dumb. Money divide the weak one. Where we from? The cold streets you keep from. If not, it'll be your lungs We leave from. beat none. Most attitude needs fun. Forcing to a tunnel, sleep comes. On the back, pal back. No lungs, no besongs. Straight away,
4: no uh-huh. tongues. judge me. Calls Causing all markers. How the hell? darker as they carry you